Hello everybody, it is Karma, or Devin here, or whatever you'd like to identify me as. Um, welcome to the one year anniversary slash birthday of an absolute Drekstorm podcast. Um, it's been an absolute amazing year, the past, well, year, and um, we decided to get together. We had a few plans, but unfortunately most of them fell through, but we decided to get together and uh, we did a Q&A. We went on Twitter and on our Discord, and we just, you know, asked for some general questions, and they all got thrown together. And um, this is us just going through and answering them, answering some of your guys' questions, as well as uh, some of the players' questions towards me and stuff like that. Um, nothing too, like, uh, you know, episode-heavy. Like, we don't play anything. So, like, if you wanted to skip this episode and just continue listening to the story, completely doable. You're not missing anything. There's some season two talk a little bit, but... Uh, that's pretty much oh i didn't even mention that so um this also marks the end of not technically it's a little weird um so there's spoilers in this episode because this episode was recorded after we have already finished season one season one is ending i believe episode 42 i believe should be the last of season one so this episode is coming out before the end of the season but this is talking about the end of the season so if you want to avoid spoilers or anything like that Listen to all of season one up to 42 and then come back to this episode. But it's nothing like super crazy. It's just like some hints and about, you know, what happens at the end and stuff like that. So just for, you know, just a warning ahead of time. Technically, very possibly minor spoilers ahead. Honestly, I don't remember because it's like a just like a three hour episode or something like that. But that is all I have for you. Thank you all so much and I hope you enjoy. Hold on, before we get into it, one more thing I totally forgot about, that's on me. Um, there was supposed to be a video attached to this, but I don't know how videos work, and for some reason it got super messy, and like, the audio wouldn't match up because of the way I recorded it, and like, I honestly have no idea, like, it just randomly disconnects it sometimes. So, unfortunately, there is no video of it. So, we, we mentioned the video, and we do a few visual gags so, if there's some awkward silences and we start laughing, I deeply apologize. But, nevertheless, I hope you enjoy. Good morning, evening, or afternoon, everyone. My name is Devin, also known as Karma, the GM of an absolute direct storm podcast. Uh, my fragging fun fact is that today, probably the day that it came out, the 15th of November <laughs> is our birthday. And this episode is our one-year birthday marker. let's introduce our players yeah that's right baby i am a player Uh, it's your boy adam i'm the player of tiger and god i am tired (laughs) Uh, you're accepting that (laughs) gotta keep the hype for the birthday baby and hello everyone my name is luke i'm not gonna clap (laughs) get fucked Hello everyone, my name is Luke. I am playing the character of Cody McCormick, Shadowrun, alias Overseer, for this birthday episode of a Sh- Absolute Drexorn podcast. Hey everyone, my name's Autumn. I play the character Sir Artemis. Artemis? <laughs> We're just gonna call her Cerberus. Why don't I just call her Cerberus? Who calls her Artemis? No, no one would expect a Shadowrun. No one, but who calls name? Tiger Bayako? Uh, no one. The, or <laughs> the Overseer salesman you went yeah, to go visit. He the has storm. been referred to as Bayako sometimes. Overseer has never been referred to as Cody, Cody McCormick. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey everyone, my name is Autumn. I play the character Artemis. Um, welcome to the birthday bash. 
Okay. It's a monster match. And there's a spooky slice. Okay. All right. So everybody, hi. Um, this might Hello. have a video attached to it, possibly. So you might be seeing us. If you are, everyone wave. I don't know. Uh, or that was just really awkward silence and Adam breathing, which I'll probably cut. You're welcome. <laughs> but allow um, me to breathe for you one more time. No. Actually, real fast. Can you I'm... just stop breathing? <laughs> You're not the first woman to ask me that. <laughs> women have to ask you? I didn't think that there was a... Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Anyways, it's, uh, we've been recording for about a year. of recording this three days before our uh, year upload. Actually, technically, our birthday was like a couple of weeks ago when we first recorded our first episode. But like our first upload was the 15th. Mm. So, okay. yeah, it's... Technically, our actual birthday is not known because... The, so, we were conceived. Well, we were technically... Well, it depends we'll on when you look at... Our, our conceived... Yeah, a conceived, the birth was the 15th. But we've been an idea, like, two years before that. Because Drexorm started a while ago. Damn. Or at least the Discord server for Drexorm. <laughs> it started, like, a year before. I think we're technically two years old if you want to look at, like, the te- of, like the concept being born. This is, like, we're around two years old. Gotcha. But... I think that also includes the first campaign that we did. Mm. So it's a little funky. It's a little, a little strange. It's a little, yeah, but that kind of gets into the concept of like the nine months of the babies in the no. womb. Does that count as their first nine months of life? Is someone born nine months Adam, old? Stop it. <laughs> Does spider have puss? <laughs> Does a submarine swim? <laughs> but yeah. So uh, we're just going to go through. I went over on Twitter and in the Discord and uh, posted some stuff and got a collection of questions. You posted cringe. I did, and got a collection of questions. We're just going to go through and have a good time and answer your guys' questions, and that's really about it. A menagerie of messages? Yeah. Yes. A cacophonous okay. symphony of questions directed at us. <laughs> <clears throat> so, are you guys ready to get started? Correct. Okay, we'll wait for Adam to eat his cake. <laughs> 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 How the fuck did we go for a year? Well, you guys for a I'm year. I'm still waiting on that. Keep editing this. You want to know something year. funny? <laughs> so I think we have officially 43 episodes, which means there's nine episodes that like I delayed so much that like we technically have skipped nine episodes worth of content. Wow! Wow! <clears throat> which is like probably 12 hours that we did not record <laughs> that we should have. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, all right, so we're just gonna get it started, all right? Here we go. <clears throat> what do you like? I'm not gonna quote, like, who asked all of these, because I just threw them all in a, a Google Doc, so... Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, all right. Um, what do you like about Shadowrun versus other tabletop RPGs, if you've ever played any others? Which I know we have all played others, but, like, most of us have only other played D&D, so... Uh, I've, I've played, like, four other yeah, uh, so, I mean, tabletop wanna, RPGs, so, um... We'll just go round table. Yeah. Um, so starting with me and ending with you. Are yeah. you going to answer any of these? Yeah, I'll answer most of them. Okay. Some of them. So um, I think my experience with uh, tabletop RPGs. Anyways, I think my experience with tabletop RPGs consists of um, I've played uh dungeons dragons 5e i've played pathfinder i've played uh call of cthulhu i played Shadowrun, and i think there was some arbitrary tabletop rpg that i played at some point tattoo teenage alien fighters from beverly hills the tabletop rpg have you played that scp one yet 
I've not. Um, I've actually um, done a lot of. Uh, I've done a lot of research into it. I just haven't actually come up with anything yet um, because I've not had time. I still have to share the files. And I think about it, I kind of forgot that I had that. So I will share the files with you too. You too, specifically, um, unless you're interested as well. It's up to you. But sure. Anyways. Anyways. Um, but the biggest thing, uh, biggest draw to me for uh, Shadowrun is the matter of the fact that, like, most tabletop RPGs that I've played in the past, you are either an overpowered hero and you are just, like, absolutely savior of the entire fucking universe. Like, you are part god. Or you are so insignificant compared to the monsters and the uh, main entities that you are uh, trying to fight that you just don't exist, especially when it comes to combat in that sense. That's why I like Shadowrun comparatively to other uh, TTRPGs that I've played in the past. Is a matter of the fact that it finds that nice balance where, yeah, you're nothing, but also, like, holy shit, you swung a sword and did 13 damage in one swing. Holy fuck, you did 36 damage with one Claymore swing. Holy shit, you fucking <laughs> shot one sniper rifle and you cleaved the man for half of his entire fucking health bar. Holy shit, you, you jumped like off a small ledge onto a you saw your friend standing down in an alleyway and you shot him in the stomach, almost <laughs> incapacitating him immediately. <laughs> you had a PTSD attack in the middle of combat and just became, u- became a useless inebriate the entire f- session. You guys have a yeah. back <laughs> You got covered in glue. <laughs> got covered in glue. <laughs> More glue. Uh, <laughs> so the combat system and um, the the flow ebb and flow of combat is why i really like um shadow run uh, especially the matter of the fact that like every turn takes place in three seconds mm. that is like really cool in my mind that all of like street sams and adepts can have like 27 turns in one round and uh yeah that all takes place in three seconds that's cool to me i like that it's just the uh flavor the style and uh the general feel of combat is really nice to me but that's why i like uh shadow run over uh, other ttrpgs all right autumn uh, hard to follow up on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say mine's going to be short. I've only really played D&D 5e with these guys. Um, <laughs> yep. so, me, me still the DM. <laughs> yeah, still the DM. So I can say I've got a notebook I think I do somewhere. still have a preference for D&D 5e. I like the fantasy aspect. Although, guns... Shadowrun but fantasy? I can do it. Guns <laughs> do still be pretty cool. I do love guns. I like shooting shit. And I like that, like... Everyone in Shadowrun has, like, a bad backstory, so to say. Like, mm. it feels, like, shitty when you give your character, like, oh, I'm sad, you know, in, like, D&D, because everyone's got, like, these... My parents are dead. I'm yeah. an orphan. Neither my parents are Shadowrun... my birth. I'm an orphan raised in the streets of the streets. <laughs> it and... makes a lot of realistic sense. And to be honest, I like to have characters that have an excuse for being crappy people. To be honest, like, maybe because I'm a crappy person myself. Um, so, I don't know. I like... The the freedom of be of not being a good person. Yeah, yeah I No like, moral restrictions. There's really no moral restrictions, and honestly, you know you're probably playing with a party that most everyone is morally bad, because... You're doing more kind of, that's kind of the yeah. world. Yeah. Morally yeah. lenient you know? is more of the word I would say. <laughs> no, I would say bad. <laughs> and I guess in in many ways I do like the not the realism, but the like the ties to the real world. D and D, you're playing in a different world in a different timeline with magic and monsters, and in Shadowrun, you're playing with things that could happen tomorrow so to say in right. air quotes <laughs> yeah bro what is it the goblinization is that what it is 
Yeah, goblinization. Yeah, goblinization. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. It already happened. I'm waiting. That's not how that works. <laughs> well, no, it just please, it please. Orcs and elves are already popping up. Yeah, but like, all right, fine. Fine, 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 fine. God, bro. I wish, wish something cool like that would happen. Right? <laughs> like, God, I heard this is so boring. When you're gonna nuke Chicago? Fuck <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I'm sorry if you if you're from Chicago, but I'm not. I'm not fuck your city. Yeah, fuck fuck, fuck Chicago. Stop listening. (laughs) You should shit your city. You (laughs) should shit yourself now. All right, Luke. Uh, so my experience in TTRPGs is relatively limited. I have a decent amount of experience in D and D five e, some atrocious experience in three point five e. Fuck three point five e. All my homies hate three point five e. Correct opinion. Uh, A little bit of Call Cthulhu. Probably some other sprinkled in here out there. But Shadowrun is the second TPTRPG system that I have spent the most time with. The thing that has stood out to me most so far is the streamlined nature and uh, the very easy-to-follow lore of the universe. Whereas in something like 5e, you have your fucking Eberron. You have goddamn fucking... You have Skag. You have Ravinica. You have fucking five different lores or you have five different like actual timelines for how the events of the universe are supposed to react and they all fucking contradict each other one after another can i build off of that for a second no oh okay (laughs) (laughs) one one thing that i like uh, about the shadow run lore is um uh, especially comparative to 5e 5, 5e lore for magic is fucking stupid shadow run lore for magic is fucking lit bro (laughs) I mean, not too different. <laughs> no, but Shadowrun is cooler. I mean, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, no. The amount of shit that happens with magic in Shadowrun okay, and lore okay, is okay. cooler. I, yeah. see, I see what you mean. How it affects the world. Yeah, like, D&D is world. like, ah, there's magic. <laughs> Some people can use it. That's really kind of about it. But, like, yeah, magic Shadowrun, I got do to, anything. Like, the the coolest thing to me with magic in Shadowrun, like, from the limited, limited like, base lore that I know... Native Americans. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, based. Yeah, yeah I'm based. <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, the lore of the universe is much more concrete and helps you really, like, actually immerse yourself in a role-playing game. I know, yeah. surprise, Whoa. you're supposed to role-play in a role-playing game, but Holy the lore shit. actually kind of helps build that and encourages you to do so. Uh, the quirk system is something I've really fallen in love with. Positive and negative quirks for the character. Qualities. Special qualities. qualities, I'm sorry. Uh, and 5e really help you to build a character and more like feel like you're actually a person rather than just stats on a page yeah whereas in something like D, you kind of just have to get good and express your character in a way that makes them a person rather Still than issue. yeah but um yeah within a within Shadowrun though you have inherent bonuses or uh, negatives because of your because of your qualities that allow you to get a better idea of how to play your character and that it's just a fun TTRPG system. I'm still more partial to D&D's uh, method of doing skills, though. The D20 is just pretty iconic. The D20 system is pretty iconic. However, I do like Shadowruns in that it's much more fitting to the setting, where you're not going to have a 1 in 5 chance. You're not going to have a fucking 1 in 20 chance to just automatically become, automatically succeed and do a fucking task like Hercules. Yeah. But if you build for it, you're gonna kick ass. Yeah, you're th- you're rolling like fifty-seven dice, bare minimum, with some drugs. Yeah, with some drugs, a little bit of perfume, a little bit of death powers. Add on the world building, and that like five E is kind of like Luke said with all the different lores. It really goes to the DM to do like everything world building wise. It feels like, mm. and you don't really like 
you know, with the timelines. In Shadowrun, there's a concrete timeline. You know what the... And because we're living the past, you know what the past looks like, in air quotes, so to say. So it's not, like, too far from reality in which there has to be a ton of world building done. We're living the world building. Indeed. In D and D, you'll be sitting there. Okay, so who's this uh, famous uh, political figure that did this thing way back when? I need to know more about the lore. Roll investigation in a fucking shadow run. Hey, who's this major political figure that did a lot of things for the people to uh, uh, unify them? Oh, you mean Martin Luther King? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean looking it up on Google? (laughs) Pretty much. And pulls out seventh grade history book. <laughs> so I wanted to from a GM perspective. Yeah. So first, I want to go back to that magic thing and something like even more. So quick rundown for those of you that don't know. Uh, hey, that's me. Uh, Shadowrun magic. Basically, what it is is every thousand years or something like that. Basically, magic sparks up for like a hundred or two hundred. Uh, you know, for a little bit of time, and then it just dies down again. So that's like what in sixty. Um, basically, this is the sixth time in Earth's history that magic has sparked up. Mm. And that's why there's dragons and shit like that. Because once magic dies out, all the magical shit in the world just disappears. It's mundane again. It, it goes directly back to mundane. So Shadowrun is a um, limited time setting. Because eventually, all the magic in the world is just going to disappear, essentially. Um, and, uh, you know, for another thousand years. Um, but with that, the original... Um, Creators of Shadowrun, I don't... Uh, FASA Games, I believe is what they're called. They have a game called Earthdawn, uh, which is um, basically um, for the fourth world. It is... So it's in the same world of Shadowrun. Like, they're in canonical timeline. It is the fourth time, like, magic has been active in the planet Earth. And there's, like, even connections. Like, uh, there's some dragons that are from Earthdawn that show up in Shadowrun lore and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, and there's a few things. I'm trying to look to see if I can find anything, like, straight up. But, like, um, like most of the horrors or the critters, you can find a majority of them in Earthdawn. Mm. And, like, so, like, they're just 100%, uh, you know. Yeah, it's just kind of cool. And originally, I believe FASFA was making, uh, or, yeah, FASA was planning on making a... TTRBG for every single age age yeah basically every single uh you know world um and then they unfortunately lost the rights to catalyst but or well catalyst bought them so no longer the plan but it's still canon that like you know yeah those things are still connected and i just think that's cool because i, think that's I don't neat. think any other games really kind of differential like it's completely different besides like some of the rules like magic still pretty much works the same way in the two things, while everything else is different. Magic still has the same concepts. Mm. Um, but, like, everything else is just entirely different. But anyways, yeah, that's pretty cool. back to the question, right? What do I like about Shadowrun compared to TTRPG? So, um, easy one, yeah, the lore. As a DM, you know, the world not needing to really make anything, even though Drexor is full of a bunch of homebrew content, uh, mostly being all the Drake shit and stuff like that. Uh which I should probably write official rules for, by the way, but, like, you know, it's fine. We'll get to uh, that. Yeah, fine. eventually. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there when we <laughs> Drake. Season three. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's it. Season three, boy. <laughs> official <laughs> Drake rules. How to become your own Drek Storm Drake. <laughs> do. Uh, just do it. Yeah, karma. just do it. It's karma. Yeah, it's just karma. It's all karma. <laughs> um, I guess it'd be a Draco Knight Drake, technically not a Drake. Anyways, um, but, like, 
I just find it a lot more fun and easier to run because here's the thing in like Dungeons and Dragons, so like the it's a lot more basic, right? Like mm-hmm. if I'm making a a run in D and D and D, which is basically like a quest. If I'm making a quest, I gotta think about a few things and like I maybe like you know, there's these monsters. Here's why they're being a menace to society, or you know, these humans or whatever. And like uh, from a like a lore point of view, I'd say they're equivalent. But like mechanical wise, it's like okay, well I have these monsters that have this stat block. And I'm just going to then design design an entire dungeon, and that's pretty much it. Like there you go, you have basically a quest. Besides thinking of like all the tiny details and like you know the actual RP side of it, and while Shadowrun you have all that RP side of it. First of all, most things don't really have like set stats. Like I mean, there are like kind of base stats that come with Shadowrun. Like you could probably find guards and shit like that. Right. But like majority of the time you could just you're just gonna make them yourself and like it's pretty easy yeah those are like templates yeah basically um so like there's always different every single humanoid you encounter is going to be somewhat different whether they have certain cyberware or they're built different or you know maybe they're mages or shit like that whatever i'm better i am built different (laughs) you think you're a special boy Um, so, I don't know, I think I like the complexity of when it comes to GMing with Shadowrun, because there's just a lot more to it, but also somehow a lot less, because, like, if you guys are infiltrating a building, I just have to come up with basically the matrix side of it, and what the building looks like, and, like, that's really about it, and that's kind of why, like, that's why we don't use, like, a map or anything like that, because I can't draw out a 60-floor skyscraper, and, you know, draw every single floor you guys go to and stuff right. like that. Yeah. But I could just be like, yeah, okay, there, there's probably bathrooms on this floor. And, like, you know, it's just more of a thing, like, you can kind of add it on the go. Because, like, you know the things that are probably... You go to an office, there's probably going to be a supply room. There's probably going to be computers and office supplies and, like, shit like that. Yeah. Like, you just kind of know what's going to be there. While a dungeon, you have to kind of customize and shit like that. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there you go. I could probably go on more, but I'm not going to. Your biggest thing is more freedom from a GM Basically, point of view. Basically, it's somehow simpler and complex. It allows you to play around more while still having... Low skill floor, high skill ceiling. Yeah, that's a good one. Low barrier to entry. Well, that's like a DM also, skill issue. <laughs> you know, like, let's say we want to break into a building that's run by Ares, so mm-hmm. to say. Man, For crazy. doing, like, Ooh. research into it, there's already a lot on True. that company. Yeah. And so there's already a lot in the way of, like, the baseline mechanics of, like, or the baseline lore of mm. all a lot of companies, and you only have to modify them a little, versus making up a whole set of lore for, like, these companies. True. Yeah. 100%. Your prostate is now Ares property. <laughs> I will be reclaiming Ares Sucker property. <laughs> all right. Moving on to our next one. What has been your favorite Shadowrun moment in this campaign, Drexmar campaign? What has been your favorite, you know, moment that you've either involving your character or not? Uh, for me, this is a pretty easy one. It was uh, my character's introduction and the introductory run because it got to establish Overseer's stick real quickly as sort of area control and like, mm-hmm. you know, denial mage while also being uh, not mentally stable. I'm really glad that came sort of right out the gate. Yeah. As well as the Lost episode. I really enjoyed the Lost episode and what that what I was able to explore with my character during that time. That is... However, imply, the name implies... <laughs> it, it is a Lost The episode, episode is in limbo. Yes, so. we do. <laughs> I do think that's funny that we do have a, a Lost episode. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, mine is probably pretty... Uh, if you were to guess, what do you think mine is? 
Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. I wasn't there for the awards. You weren't there. I think it was Cerberus' most iconic moment. I'm I've fair. never had a good moment since. I just <laughs> yeah. keep dying. I've been fucking useless ever since then. Yeah, but, that's my thing. <laughs> but yeah, the Yellowheads, I, I had a good time with that one. I think it was fun to be able to, like, kind of not abuse, but utilize the kid aspect of my character design to, like, <laughs> just do fun shit. That's fair. <laughs> You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? You hit a guy with glasses. How dare you? You wouldn't shave and die a child, would you? (laughs) Adam? The milk run. The milk run? Oh, my God. It was so so stupid. If it's not, like, my favorite for uh, comedic value was definitely the milk run. My uh, favorite uh, bit, like, generally speaking, I think was the actual run uh, with Puck against uh, Blood Monies. I think the actual run itself. Yeah, no. I admit the uh, amount of uh, pre-planning that we failed to do was uh, a little bit unenjoyable. But uh, the actual run itself. We did a lot of pre-planning. We succeeded a lot of pre-planning. Just a lot of planning. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that's we were learning. It was our first big run for everyone here. Yeah. I think that is one of our like best runs, but like the actual run itself. But the uh, nine episodes. Yeah. To to the filler. Yeah. The filler was uh, I'm not proud of. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that was just kind of on everyone's part. We it was, you know, I think we handled it with this. Um, okay, hold on, has it been revealed yet? Yeah, the Ares run, this current run, Critters Ace or uh, no, Act, Act uh, Operation Act. I think we've handled it a lot better. But I also think it's just an entirely different setting because, like, mm-hmm. the legwork here is you're not really like told like, hey, this is the building you're breaking into. It's more of like, go fuck off in the woods. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, um, oh man, my moment probably the Majesty fight. Oh, like yeah, the Majesty just, was really just good that too. entire yeah. event of you guys in the Majesty's house. Yeah, I, that was a good one. Yeah, that was definitely one of our strongest moments. To which, yeah, you weren't here for, but it was a good yeah. one. <laughs> um, all right, uh, if you could play someone else's character on the table, exactly how they are, who would you be? Who would you play? Ooh. But we'll start. I have just player characters. Just player characters. We'll do NPCs next. Why not? Or so let's do player characters and NPCs. NPCs. Let's combine them. I think I'd want to play Cerberus the most. Having that uh, duality of being... being yeah get hacked get yeah he's just thinking like yeah because you know you don't play your character right but he knows how to <laughs> it's a frustration what, what do you mean i don't I know, know i'm joking to, i don't know how to play my own character right let me say i went and made it to where hey i'm finally gonna get my shit together and then we got a run where i was like not gonna win if i tried to hack am i wrong no you're not wrong I mean, wait, and I think the one before that, too, didn't we have a run before that? Uh, I don't remember. The gas job, so I mean... No, the gas job, and then did we have something? Karma's favor. No, that was before the gas job. That was before the gas job. Well, then... Because you were there for the gas job, so... Was there something in between? I don't believe... No, not between Karma's favor and gas time, but like... I don't know. What I'm saying is, there was... I did go... You know this. I worked on my sprites. I worked on how to hack better and yeah i threw you outside your comfort zone and which, i what do you mean you threw me outside my comfort zone you're in the matrix middle of, i mean you you didn't Minnesota. really have your entire character stick for what for the run for this run <laughs> yes I, wasn't that what was you like, were just complaining about it's like you couldn't like you went to like work on your matrix and got better on it only for you to be set in a run where you really can't do oh anything. no only for me to be set in a run where like if i actually oh, okay. got, tried to do matrix shit i would have gotten fucked which i did kind of uh, 
Kind Not of. kind of. You got pretty fucked. <laughs> G-mod okay. ragdoll physics improved. <laughs> so, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. okay, okay. I could play my character better. I could just use my sniper all the time and be OP. True. Fair. Fair. <laughs> oh, that might have been a spoiler. Because I don't know when this episode that's comes out compared to... That's why I was trying to be kind of... Big. Well, yeah, that's not my... Whatever, we'll just put a spoiler tag in front of it. Like, you know. Well, I hey, to those, who haven't, the last... to those who may have not heard the episode yet, uh, there's some Gmod right There was some of the memes <laughs> where, like, I went to go post them and then I immediately deleted them because right. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Adam? Oh, wait, no. I don't... Oh, even, yeah. I, you both literally used... the only one that answered. I got so. to say the character and not explain why. That's about it. Oh, do you want to throw an NPC, too? If you uh, would play an NPC? The issue is we haven't run into a lot of NPCs. I haven't run into oh, a lot of NPCs. <laughs> I, I mean, if I had to pick one, Puck would probably be the only option. Because, like, an actual face, it would give me uh, much more freedom to properly... Just anything that allows me to describe what I'm doing in excruciating detail, which I'm sure is to the <laughs> the irritation of many of you when I like, go on my fucking uh, descriptor tirades. But I love doing it. I love painting word pictures. I'm, and with uh, our practice runs of critters, I really get to go into it, which I enjoy. So playing a face or something to that effect might be an idea I'd want to explore a bit in the future. Okay, well, don't answer that because that's a question I have for later. <laughs> so cut that. Cut that. Editors don't cut that. I'm not going to, but cut that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, service, Autumn? you playing one certain player and then NPC, if there is any? Probably Overseer. Okay. I've done the face a little. Right. In the campaign that was not before this. The Lost Campaign. The Lost Campaign. Lost Campaign. Um, Seven lines. I don't really have any desire to play a melee champion in a gun world. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fun. You just go... If you build... You shot. If you build Tiger properly... Tiger has a three in willpower. Did you guys know that? That sounds like a fucking mistake. If you play, you Why mean do you have a three in willpower? You, That's a good question. <laughs> you mean if you play Tiger properly? Yeah. Like it, how it, if I play Cerberus properly, she might be OP. No, if you build Tiger properly, yeah. Tiger's being played properly. My just body does not and have willpower are equal. Yeah, I have a three in. <laughs> yeah, my that's a three in both. That's yeah. a skill issue right there. <laughs> yeah, no, if you built Tiger correctly, yes. Listen. I also have a 14 in sneaking. Name. Yeah. That's not on me. <laughs> that is entirely on yeah, me. No. So, uh-huh, yeah, no, so I admit, yeah, no, anyways, continue. I think either or- Overseer or I know that this character has been dead, but, or gone. Gone? Lost. Gone. I don't, lost. Are you talking about Storm? part of the Lotta, Lost episode. You're talking about Storm? Storm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's still alive. She's, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was under the impression that things happened. Anyways, um, Storm. She's just, she's, she'll, you'll find to out. To be determined. There's she's plans. In, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Am I? Um, probably I'd play Storm. Um, I like, That's fair. I like her character design. Like yeah. trying to maintain a good moral compass in a world of Shadowrun, yeah, yeah, yeah. which amongst fucking amongst renegades. And... Unfortunately, I think that what concept would have worked better if it was built as a campaign idea. Like everyone's kind of morally good, but you're all forced to do terrible shit. Because like the rules we come up with came up with her and the official rules for like doing something bad, it doesn't work in a party of everyone else that wants to do something bad. If anything, she probably just should have sat out every single run, essentially. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, but, I don't mean entirely to a T. I think most of her character design <laughs> and then having an overall generally good comp compass, but kind of in like a, uh, who's who's the villain that does like good things, but they're like a bad guy. The anti-hero. Kind of the anti-hero, like where. More like a villain protagonist. Nah, villain protagonist. Yeah, we're like, maybe play yeah. a storm where storm like is obviously doing bad shit, but <laughs> like justifies it and is like mentally unwell like kind of on the crazy spectrum of being like mm -hmm. oh i'm doing this evil thing but it's because if i kill all these people in the building the company won't lose you know money and so they won't lay off all these people so all these other people will still have jobs like really <laughs> backward, for corpse kind really of cringe fucking backward ass thinking but like dodging in front of the bullet no, no don't fuck with my multi-million new yen company <laughs> like the um the kind of evil person that everyone hates where they're like oh i'm doing this for the betterment of society society i wonder how i got these scars <laughs> speaking of scars have you chugged half of that fucking orange juice already jesus holy shit this man's juice disgusting how long have you been here too long been here for like hour. Anyways, and well, any NPCs? Any NPCs? Um, probably Karma. To be honest. All right, fair enough. Um, if not Karma, I think um, who was it? I think I would like to do a like a story of Mara. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I have ideas for her. Okay. For like old lady, who she is. <laughs> You're my child. Get back in, get back in your cage. For being a pimp. I have ideas. Adam? Um, yeah, uh character wise, um hey overseer. Love hey, you. Tiger. Um uh fucking I do like the idea of having a uh, control or like kind of a like area control mage. Uh, so did I. Yeah. Granted, <laughs> in, so did I. in our in our comp. Not the best. <laughs> goes and puts ice sheet. Tiger goes to run in. <laughs> hey, bro. Tiger's an ice skater. Yeah. Um, he has agility. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Uh, I'd probably play uh, Overseer maybe with... Um, I don't want to say less focus on magic. I don't know. A little bit of, a little bit of gun thrown in there as well. A little bit of gun probably thrown in there as well. Maybe... May, uh, nah, probably a Mystic Adept. If anything, take your character, Mystic Adept, have a little bit of Adept powers and a little bit of magic, so it's kind of 50-50, and then be like a gun Adept. I think that's like the small tweak I would have made if I, if I going into this knowing... In hindsight, yeah, I probably would have done something similar. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know how Mystic Adepts worked until recently, so yeah, that's all me, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you take you, you take blame for you, for his character, but not mine. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't. <laughs> um, his character was rushed, and based off of a, like, Sort of a flawed. We design. did it in like three hours till two in the morning. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> y'all were sleep deprived. Y'all were stupid. And you, Harry, had experience with the world when we designed your character. And then I just with made a the same, similar character. Yeah, I made the same character again, but worse. I think. Let's yeah, be probably. Real. I want to say that that does not change anything. In our D and D campaign, I made a worse character, arguably. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed her much more, right, but I right. did go and make a worse character yeah. mechanical. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, and even in this run, I think I still made a worse character mechanic-wise than if I would have just utilized the character I was playing in our first run. Mm, I see. You know I what mean, I mean? Yeah, but, like, that comes down to, like, 
skill issue. That comes down to me playing characters that are not designed to be like. You want to do too many things, and Shadowrun just isn't a system that allows you to. I have these ideas for what I want as a character. It's not that I don't necessarily want to do all these things. It's that I have these character concepts, and I would rather outweigh the concept versus being good at the game. Okay, fair enough. That's based. That's based, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I also have the same issue of the like, dragon doesn't to know do you too many are. different ideas. Uh, that's why I'm the GM. <laughs> I get to do those things. <laughs> okay. Um, NPC wise, NPC. though, um, the Majesty. Um, it, 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 like even with the um, having a uh, a child and having a, what's the quality called where you have like dependence? Dependence. Yeah. Dependence. dependence. So he's yeah. dependence and wanted. Yeah. He's. A criminal by the yeah. Draco Foundation. Yeah. So, like, I think that's really cool. Uh, and also, uh, he's a large lad that punches things. And if there's one character archetype that I fucking swoon <laughs> over, it's large men that punch things really hard. <laughs> he, yeah. he has yeah. never. He has yet to play a character in one of our campaigns, though. That I'm, is, su- I'm yeah, surprised at the restraint because, like, I want to like divert or like diverge from that like simple man punch thing really hard. Uh, I, I don't want to play the Hulk I went right in, into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play the Hulk in every uh, TTR. RPG system that we uh, end up playing. And so, yet none of us have seen you play the whole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, okay, but listen. In Shadowrun, the Majesty is probably been my favorite designed character, mechanically. Yeah. Just because of how fun it was to make him and be like, holy shit, he just punched someone does 18 lightning damage <laughs> to their face. Yeah. <laughs> like, Literally the scene punching. in Game of Thrones where the, the guard is like a foot and a half taller than this peasant, <laughs> just takes his head and cracks it against the stone wall behind him. Instant <laughs> death. It was glorious. Do you think I could uh, make the Potemkin Buster a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That'd be a Drake power. <laughs> Drake power Potemkin Buster. Okay. Drake Temkin Buster. <laughs> okay, so this is sort of combined in, but not necessarily who you'd play, just your favorite overall NPC that you've encountered. Favorite, don't want to play him, just like this can be non-Shadowrun characters as well. And you'd be very vague with characters that like never given Karma. names. Okay. There was one of the guys in... Oh, the guys from the Yellowheads. They were great, honestly. Uh, the original two? They like were like the... the ori- no, or like all the, of them. <laughs> I talked to quite a few of them you when did. I was there. Was the and they were like... They took me in as like an actual child. Right. Like you, that was part of it. And I can't remember who they were, but just like in general. Mm-hmm. The, they were. I didn't want to kill them. I really felt bad. Ironic. <laughs> like as as a player, I legitimately felt regret. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we weren't intended to kill them. <laughs> I thought we were. Uh, I mean, that wasn't Devin's intent. From okay, the... you were. In, you were so. Mm, yes and no. You were basically hired to stop the drug trade that they were doing. Oh, by any means. I was. Under- Your guys were like, all right, let's fucking kill them. All. Yeah, we we interpreted it as. Yeah, all right, we can just kill. Let's yeah, just... but it was straight up just be like, yeah, I don't care what you do. I don't even care if like, you just steal all the drugs, but just stop it by any means. That would have been a good money making, though. That was a lot of money. Actually, so it turns out, and um, so basically all the drugs that they had that they were going to sell, spo- I guess spoilers <laughs> for episode three. Uh, I haven't gotten there. They were all basically, uh, what's the right word, uh, rotten? Like they just oh. weren't properly used. It's spoiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're all spoiled or just like like expired or expired. Something. Yeah, they were just made to not work. Essentially, they were they're duds. Duds, yeah. Uh, to which it's very lightly revealed because I think it was, I think it's Autumn that brought up that like oh these are pressurized air canisters basically like little pressurized like inhalers inhalers shouldn't they also explode? And I was like <laughs> yes, 
But, <laughs> but so, um, yeah, so even if you would have kept all the money or, like, ran the game, there was zero profit there. 100%. But, I mean, so, I guess there's that spoiler. If you did want to end up going that route, yeah. I still buy Grizz Gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then you blew them up. <laughs> <laughs> Overseer. You haven't uh, met a lot of NPCs. Wait, but. did I no. put the bomb in the toilet, right? Is that where it ended up? No, it you, ended up in the you second put it in floor? three different locations in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I put it in the toilet. That's what I remember. I think you put one in the bathroom. I think you might have put one in the bathroom. Yeah, I know you put one in under someone's uh, pillow. Mm-hmm. Remember put... how there was a poop bucket? I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was a poop bucket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Overseers had a very limited run on the podcast uh, from the moment, so not a lot of MCs to draw from. But I really, even though he was unconscious for this moment, I really loved the interactions between Sam Harris as he was being kidnapped. And just <laughs> like, you guys really don't know what you're doing. It's like, do, do you want to? You want to tie me up for it? You want to bite me? You want to put my guy me? <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm hungry. I got. I got a great stick on me. Sam it's, Harris was a pretty great. Uh, Sam Harris great. was great in the fact that he had dealt with this so many times before, and we were the least professional people to attempt. <laughs> yeah. So it Fitting was great. Well, I, I, I don't know if you guys made the connection, but the reason Sam Harris had you guys get burgers is because he... He was waiting on Blue. Yeah, he knew Blue was coming to kill him. Yeah. So, like, ideally, if you guys just sped there, hypothetically, you could have, depending, you know, I mean, eh, you could have at least had a longer encounter with Blue or something a bit more drawn out. Like... It was because you guys stopped to get burgers that Blue basically showed up. <laughs> also, yeah, Blue has been a fucking, fucking home run for the few interactions we've had with him. A menace. Yeah. He's a very, he's a very cool character, but, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've okay. been unconscious for both the times Blue's been in this game. <laughs> you don't yeah. even know who You have is. not met Blue yet. <laughs> no, no one has told me, so my character has no idea. Of oh, I'm sure, he's, I, I'm sure he's been mentioned, at least, but you... I've not been awake. I don't know. Like right out, not by, not by I was out for like two weeks, right? Oh, so they were yeah. probably True. doing their. No, right. I was out for a month after that run. Yeah, I think because that was the downtime. Yeah. So you got so then we make up. Before, so there would be no reason for them to bring it up. Yeah, before last session, Tiger and Storm were the only characters that knew about. Uh, yeah, Blue. yeah, that, o- that was right. the first time Overseer met the guy, and uh, what an introduction! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> unfortunate. So, uh, <laughs> we kind of answered this within the favorite moments, but, like, favorite run, if it's different than your favorite moments. Oh, wait, I didn't do my favorite NBC. No. Okay, I mean, that's not fair. I made them all. I made them all equally. <laughs> Karma. But, <laughs> yeah, you, uh, like, the, I love uh, all my children equally. I thought you already said, the Majesty was lie. one of your favorite character designs. Yeah, designs. But, yeah. like, Karma is, like, uh, listen, okay, mechanic-wise, probably the Majesty, but, like, Vor and backstory wise is probably Karma, but Karma has a lot more going into his character. You're playing Karma's guy. dad. You're you're fleshing him out a lot more yeah, in your yeah. own side project. He's projects. being fleshed out more than any NPC ever. You also named him after yourself. That is so. true. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of a little question. Devin made in himself court. in a TTRPG <laughs> never done before. Yeah, wow. That's what the Majesty was originally based on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Majesty is uh, my peak performance. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> you and your pride. Yes, a racist. <laughs> okay. Uh, so favorite run, if it's not, you know, if not it's not the same moments. thing as your moment, because you guys did mention moments, but like, because like the Yellowhead moment was really cool, but like, definitely not the coolest run you guys have done. I think personally, for sure. I mean, no, still the coolest. That's fair. Run. That's fair. Yeah, my favorite run has been the gas job. 
I got to play around a lot with actually trying to do, with trying to use my non-combat, non-direct combat spells, I should say, in fun and creative ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chaotic world description, I adore. It has probably been my, it probably is my favorite personal character moment besides the PTSD flashbacks. One thing I do <laughs> love, and it got mentioned in the episode, but with your chaotic world coming true with Tiger's mm-hmm. situation... I really like how like that mirrored itself. Yeah, accidentally. I love I was, that. I, I don't remember that. Can you? So basically, so, we were oh so we were holed up in the elevator. Mm-hmm. There were like they're shooting four, at us. Uh, four guards down the hallway, and so what I decided to go along with was I would take the guard's corpse that was in the elevator with us, throw it out to distract them, and then quickly cast Chaotic World. And the description was that the guards are you know. They're a bit confused as to why just a corpse fell out of the elevator. But then, you know, as they were distracted by it, behind them, they hear sounds of swords scraping the concrete menacingly towards them. They look around, nothing's there. And they hear flaps of wings and crackles of electricity in the air, but nothing to discern it from. And basically just that, as if Tiger was right behind them, fucking with them. Hey, wow! That's yeah, a- that, that's <laughs> yeah. Wow! That's uh, that's a little wacky, a little zany, even. Um, wow, did you guys plan that or something? I wow. fucking, I fucking. No, didn't. that was like a thirty episode. No, no, not that much. That was, that was like, it's like a five episode difference. That's okay. like ten episodes. Probably, maybe. Yeah, yeah, a bit more like ten. But that was in the gas job. It wasn't ten episodes ago. Good. Pulling up Spotify. <laughs> I, I just probably somewhere between five and ten. Yes, the gas job was is my favorite run so far. That's I definitely agree. The gas the gas job, generally speaking, I think was my favorite run, especially because of how poorly it ended. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, yeah, I, uh, I I very much enjoy that. I know it's like Operation Act. Autumn. Uh, it was Yellowheads. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No. I mean, like I think I think like. I think the the performance. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm oh, yeah. gonna take this for just a minute. I also think the for performance where Storm fucked up and used her Draco ability. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'm that not was gonna lie. Funny. Yeah, that no. was a good run for comedic. Value. That was that was the direct reason Overseer was brought into the group. I think, spoilers. Yeah. I think to be honest, my favorite runs are the ones that aren't don't have like necessarily a ton at stake. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, just sort of like more room for flexibility. I feel like there's a lot at stake with the uh, with the audition. <laughs> <laughs> there's kind of a drag. Servers didn't know that. <laughs> True. Servers doesn't seem to know a lot. We're coming to realize. Yeah, okay, so it's about an eight episode difference. An okay. eight episode difference. Yeah. yeah. That was also when Servers revealed that she was a technomancer. Yep. Yeah. To quote Cerberus, it was something like, "Who cares if I'm a terrorist? We're all gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Devin, do you have a favorite run? Um, that's so hard. I. Mm... Yeah, from your perspective, you have much more insight and yeah. more to draw from. From a. Okay, I think from a GM, mm, from yep. an editor's point of view. Okay, editor slash mm. listener. <laughs> Anything but the gas job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think... It, see, the gas job was good, but, like... I don't know. I felt like I wanted to be there a, a little bit more. And the twist with the gas job wasn't really all I wanted it out to be, which isn't necessarily your guys' fault. I think I ended up kind of doing it poorly. And, like, there has been some consequences. But, like, still to this point, Overseer is the only one that knows the twist of that. 
I'm damn sure trying to keep it that way for as long as I can. Which is fair. But also, I feel like I I didn't play the aftermath of the situation as good as I should have. Because, like, there should have been a lot more things that happened with you ending the run the way that it ended that just didn't happen. Yeah. And, like, now if they were to happen, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's been, like, months since, or, like, a month since the gas shot was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no logical reasons for them to be popping up now. So, like, I, there was a lot of missed potential, especially roleplay-wise. So, like, I, I kind of dropped the ball there. But more recently, I mean, I've been really enjoying Operation Act and how much mm. I've put into that. And, like, I just thought it was a good idea. You'd be like, ah, there's an Ares critter space underneath <laughs> this town. And that's why the body's there, because that was the closest thing and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. What? I got I just thinking about the critters run. The critters. Critters stuff. campaign. Oh. Campaign. Yeah, okay. like, I I I do agree. I I think the reason why um, Operation Act isn't like my initial choice is because the effects of Operation Act haven't come to a close yet in my mind. That's fair. Like there is still loose end, one less loose end, <laughs> <laughs> literally blue. Yeah, yeah. So I think because there's a loose end still in my brain, it's not done yet. That's right, because I can say, because, like, Gas Job was, like, side quest complete at the end of it. But this, with Operation Act, it's part of the main story. You have to, like, finish run two of the main story. So, like, it's just, like, you just proceeded the main story instead of finishing the quest. Yeah. So, like, I can get that. That's fair. Like, I definitely think the ending was... Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> That's you gentlemen. Real quick? I want to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yep. I answered that, right? Yeah, yes. that was yeah. me. That was, yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. Um, all right, so if you were a Sue, what corp would you want to work for? Top 10. Mm, I don't know much about the corpse is the issue. Definitely not as technology. Fuck those guys. That's fair. I guess, actually, yeah, maybe that's not the best question, as most of you don't know a lot about the corpse. Mine's Horizon, but... Horizon? Um, Verizon still exists. <laughs> Verizon, yeah. I'm, I'm a weeaboo. Uh, Renraku. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Fair enough. Yeah, and... No, that, no, that's completely fair. That was the kind of yeah, loaded. All right, we'll move on. Okay, I'm sorry for not knowing the lore. Fell in no, better. you're fine. Um, if you could change anything about your character, what would it be? Oh, if God. you, if there was any, like the main overarching change, whether it's like lore wise or mechanically or design. Uh, I can. I uh, this is pretty fresh in my mind, so I'll just start with the question. Uh, lore and like RP wise, uh, overseer is pretty pretty solid in my mind. There's not much I would change there. Fair. Mechanic wise, overseer would. Just in with hindsight of playing with this group, Overseer would not be a full mage. He would definitely be more of a Mystic Adept or a lower priority mage, and more so probably hybrid of guns or like blades and magic. Fair enough. I think when I was initially designing, I would have put a little bit more into like my points and stats for hacking than I maybe should have. Because mm-hmm. I feel like those are a little bit behind. Okay. I actually have um, one answer for all three of your um, okay. bits, so I'm going to go into each one uh, really quickly. Um, stat-wise and like mechanics-wise, 
Um, I think my issue was that I was trying to recreate Zero, the character from mm-hmm. the uh, campaign that we played before uh, before uh, Drexstorm. Um, but the problem was with uh, that campaign, we never re- we didn't go against anybody that wasn't uh, as crazy as uh, some of the uh, people that we've fought, right? Like the right. guards here at uh, Operation ACT. Um, so I ended up uh, thinking that I could uh, just kind of dump some points into something that wasn't body, mm. and um, yeah. That that's my biggest issue, which um yeah, uh yeah that's a thing. Yeah, that's fair, fair, fair. I would make a tiger a little bit more tanky and maybe a little bit less reliant on stealth, mm-hmm. um, for mechanics. Um, for lore wise, <laughs> episode one meeting the subjects, I stuttered so bad. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I've, like I've been thinking about going back and re-editing it, but I pitched it to like Doctor Frangie, and he's like, no, don't do it. Like oh, just I- stick with it. Devin, you remember when you first had me record my character's intro? Yes. I had to say maybe three lines. I had to attempt maybe a dozen times. Yeah, no, like that. Yeah. Like that was uh, my first time uh, ever being recorded for anything. And it wasn't like a stream. Yeah. Besides, yeah. besides like your streams, that was like the only time that I actually like felt like the need to like be professional, be heard properly, and like yeah. speak clearly in a situation that wasn't, oh, we're gaming, bro. We, we got all, Twitch streamers. We were all there. I was nervous yeah. as fuck God. trying to do my vlogs. Yeah. That, I know. Uh, that hurt. I stutter bad already. I can't. I can't Autumn's was definitely the worst. Uh, yeah. We had to redo yours like a couple mm, of times. Time. Yeah. And then I think we redid it like two times and then you just rewrote it all or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. And then we did it a few more times, too. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Overseer of Alien's backstory, what's your name? Fuck you. Where were you born? <laughs> Kiss, Kiss my ass! ass. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, I think you... Was that two or three? Uh, he did lore and, like, mechanics. There was a th- and then there was design. Uh, yeah, I, I feel so. like I could have... Um, I feel like I could have had more of an idea. Because uh, we discussed this, uh, Luke, and... Um, uh, Luke and Devin, we uh, discussed this at some point about like, remember that time we sat here and you just kind of chatted on stream about why I was kind of iffy with Tiger as a character. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason is because that because I made a I made a uh, adept before I made a character. Yeah, right. I didn't put an idea behind a character. I put a character and then taped on an idea. Mm-hmm. So even going into the first session, I didn't really know what I wanted Tiger to be. I didn't okay. know what like I wanted him to look like. I didn't know anything like that. So I feel like first describing and like imagining him in my head. I could have done a little bit better. Granted, I was swamped with work at the time. Yeah, so. Your PC just turned off. No, it's still going. Okay. That was my heater. Okay. My PC doesn't make sound. I was very concerned. No, it was my heater. <laughs> heater <turned off. laughs> uh, are we going to ask the question, what do we like most about our PCs? Uh, yeah, I'll ask that next. Let me write it down. <laughs> <laughs> because I actually wanted to go into this hearing Tiger talk about his character design. Can I say one thing I really like about Cerberus that may has kind of been dug into, but not fully, <laughs> is that Cerberus was made to be someone suffering from main character syndrome. You know, she was born this weird color. You know, she got these special abilities. She had the weird she anime really hair. <laughs> she is extremely special. Mm-hmm. You know, she truly, deep down, as a person, she was written to think, I am special, no one's going to kill me. And it's like coming to bite her ass and them like, you know. Wow, I'm not special. People um, are going to kill me. Yeah, I'm not special. <laughs> no one's like, going to shoot a child. <laughs> no one's going to shoot a child. You know, I'm blue, I'm special, I'm important. And, like, just to yeah. realize that, like, that gives you a very warped main character syndrome in that you're now the biggest target. Yeah. 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 And like, 
it's kind of all crashing down. Like she realizes people are going to shoot me <laughs> regardless of the fact I'm a child. You know, people are out to get me because I'm blue. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you are now being hunted by someone who is blue, big and special. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's so, big Cerberus. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was always the original design was that Cerberus was made to feel like someone and it, she is made to like have all these unique quirks but she truly believes that like oh i have all these unique quirks i was put up for adoption you know i've got this tragic backstory i must be special because this can't be life if i'm not special so to say Fair enough. all right adam what do you like that tiger the most N- nothing Mike's <laughs> <laughs> a strong word um i like how he's developing as a drake but honestly, my biggest thing that I kind of like playing about him is that I'm the grumpy dad of the group. <laughs> Fair. I can't like I, I I don't play into like the uh, being a bad person too terribly much because I don't want to be that edgy guy, edgy main character guy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's very nice to be the uh, uh, while Luke is the actual dad of the group. Um, like the like you know the responsible serious dad. That's what I get I'm, paid for. I'm the. Uh, <laughs> I'm the angry. I don't want to fucking be here, <laughs> Dad of the group. You have a you have a piano recital, bitch. You'll be lucky if I show up. <laughs> you'll be lucky if I remember which week it's on. <laughs> More like, bitch. You'll be lucky I don't show up in pajamas, <laughs> boxes. I'll be there, but it won't be good. <laughs> All right, overseer Luke. Uh, the two things I love most about overseer is uh, the fantasy that I was going for with overseer was definitely the most inspired i felt making a character in a very long time just uh because the last time i felt really inspired while making a character was this year from our old uh dnd campaign mm-hmm. that was because uh this year incorporated one of my uh, personal enjoyments as in my personal life which is martial arts and i got to really go off on descriptions with that and sort of live the character more and allowed me to get more into role play and get more comfortable doing that one thing I've yet to do is incorporate music into my TTRPGs. Might get to that. But uh, definitely, you know, idea-wise and concept-wise, Overseer has been a breath of fresh air for me. And backstory-wise, the, the like, you know, like, he's the top shit, uh, like, an original, uh, Dr- original Draco Foundation runner, uh, sort of almost a leader, like, almost boss type mm-hmm. of... You know, I I'm very good at what I do, and I can get shit done effectively, and then just have it all come crashing down from horrible mistake after horrible mistake, to rush recovery into trying to get back to what he was, and then just having everything go wrong around him with no real way to control it. Like he was used to controlling everything in his life, is something I've really liked exploring at the moment. It also gives me an excuse to be shit at the game and say <laughs> and say I can't. It's what my character would do. <laughs> So that's what I've loved most about Overseer so far. All right, all right. Um, what's your favorite? What, what's your favorite uh, thing about Karma? Yeah, Karma's your Karma's your NPC. Mm. Okay, well, I could probably answer about all of them there. So first of all, uh, design wise, right? Let's just do simple, like overarching looking at the character. I mean, he's the very classic merc with a mouth. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of his entire, like, basic design was, like, he's a cocky piece of he's shit. He's a cocky piece of shit, but he's good at what he's done. Yeah. Like, morally questionable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, like, rough design. And it's just, like, it's a fun 
character to play Classic because like yeah, yeah being an asshole and sarcastic all the time is always fun you yeah. know um mechanically he is very very good at what he does <laughs> i've seen that stat block <laughs> he shoots he shoots he uh, he's not good at like much else besides shooting and talking but like he can shoot and talk <laughs> <laughs> like you throw him against like uh well i don't know any like drones or shit like that he'll eventually get outnumbered but like even if he does, he does have a backup invisibility spell that has been seen, but, well, not. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very, like, Han Solo-ish. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and then lore-wise, lore I mean... That's more there's an entire there's, that's explored there's an entire... on the Sinless podcast. <laughs> Shout out to our boys at Crit Hands. <laughs> um, yeah, his entire lore is being explored. And as someone who already knows how his backstory slash current story in Sinless is going to play out, it'll be interesting Ooh, <laughs> because it affects a lot how he is seen in Drexstorm. Knowing like what is going to happen to him makes him in Drexstorm very questionable and like like I can't explain it. (laughs) Because not only would you spoil one podcast, you spoil two podcasts. But like it's very like okay, so this is what happened. Like when they he left off, this is what happened. Because he's not around Sinless forever. Like he's eventually going to be leaving the Sinless group. Mm -hmm. But like he'll leave off on kind of a bank. But like what why is he like this? Like what happened in between those twenty years or so? And then, of course, he's set in the future, which makes you think, like, whenever, whatever, spoilers, you're going to have somewhat of an arc based around karma, whatever happens to him in Drexstorm, he's now still in the future telling this story. So it's like, yeah, because he's telling, Drexstorm is a story being told by karma to a, um, to an undisclosed compatriot. So, like, even, say, like, like, karma dies or something like that. It's still canon that he's telling it in the future. So it's like, it just kind of makes like, what happened here? So like, there's a lot of mystery mystery behind his like, in, in what his happened story. here? What happened here? All right. Um, so yeah, there you go, I guess. <laughs> uh, favorite archetypes. So the six major, so you got face, riggers, technomancers, street sams, deckers. Mages? Mages, which is split into a oh. lot. But like, what would you like to like play most? Actually, hold on. I'll fit this into another one. If your character were to die, what would you play next? Mm-hmm. Well, um, this comes down to one of two things. Um, the separate inspirations, um, but I'll, I'll go into both of those. Um, one character idea that I've had for a while that uh, I wanted to introduce in um, our private or our special campaign critters, critters yeah. um but specifically got shut down uh <laughs> for certain reasons is yeah, um <laughs> i i really wanted uh the idea of a uh drone rigger um mainly for the i uh, archetype of uh breach and clear uh like single-handedly being able to breach and clear a building like one once you guys have started to kind of do your thing and everything starts hitting the fan. All of a sudden, drones! Godspeed, Spider-Man! <laughs> but, um, ironically, that was uh, kind of 
I, I don't know if I uh, am uh, wa- wanting to admit this, but uh, that was inspired because I started looking into uh, like SWAT drills and like how actually like I was like doing research on like how to actually clear a building in like squads, like small unit tactics. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking into that. That shit's cool. I just want to say that. Yeah, you should watch. You should uh, either play through or watch a playthrough of the Modern Warfare remake Mission Clean House. Or- yeah, Clean House. Yeah, yeah, bro, that yeah, shit was so cool. Yeah, bro, I had I had such a nerd boner that entire time. It's so great. It's such a good it's mission. So cool. Okay. <laughs> Toss a flashbang into the baby crib. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, but um, <laughs> maybe cut that one out. I don't know. No. But uh, <laughs> it's too far in. Nothing's gonna cut. Ah, shit. O'Brien, oh, please um, save us. My second um, thing that I've been thinking about, so uh, answer one, rigor. Second one, I've also been kind of thinking about playing um, kind of a street samurai, but like a gun bunny mm-hmm. um, with, uh, instead of using or like separately attached uh, guns or like just holding his guns with his uh, arms, it's just like arm or like guns <laughs> are just built into his arms. Oh, so he's yeah. just walking down to brrr, as he's like pointing at people, um, which was inspired actually by the Persona franchise with Igus. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, not what I was expecting. Yeah, out of all things. Yeah, I know. Out of all things, yeah. Which, you know. It's all, just, it always comes back to Igus. Yeah, it, it always comes back to anime, specifically Persona, because I am a weeaboo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, <laughs> to quote uh, the Legion, Degenerates like you belong on a cross. cross. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my two archetypes. Okay. Autumn. So I, I I do have two as well. I'd probably play a face. I like faces. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably Typically go I like with my a people similar with concept to what I did in our Lost campaign. <laughs> I'm just going to call it that. Um, I'd probably do a character design similar to that. Or I think it'd be kind of cool to run, like, kind of what I was saying earlier, like, an evil good person, mm-hmm. kind of with the meta type of, I don't know what you'd run, maybe a mage, but, like, really a supporting character where they're, they, primary focus, like, maybe they're, like, a doctor, primary mm-hmm. focus, and, like, they turn to a life of crime. It's so maybe, like, a mage with a really bad mentor spirit? Mm, maybe i don't know i haven't fully fleshed it out um, because i debt. don't know when i'm going to die um that's fair that's fair um about so... 20 episodes ago but yeah <laughs> and we don't know when we're gonna die right over here and, <laughs> yeah. Tune in. yeah so um i think i think i would probably go with like more of a pacifist design but mm. like not like that i don't want to kill people just that i Lead other people in the direction of killing people. Right, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Indirect. And probably, that would probably be more of a face build. Like, an adept mm-hmm. that's good with guns. Dude shoots a branch off a tree, the tree branch lands on a person. I didn't kill that man, the tree branch did. <laughs> Alright, over to you. Uh, the issue with, ha- issue with answering this question, I have, there are archetypes I'd like to play, but I don't really have characters to build around them. Yeah, that's fine, just do so, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Which isn't typically I'd like to build a character, but this is this is the question. So if I had to make another archetype character, I'd either want to play a face or a gun bunny adept. Pretty simple answers. Pew, 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 pew. It's ironic that you guys want to play the characters that are most lacking from Group H right now. <laughs> or I mean, tank does sound kind of fun. So I guess there's no tank either. Yeah, being all up in everybody's shit mm. and being able to area control that way would mm. be a fun, See, be fun gameplay. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily want to play a character that's exceedingly strong in combat. Hard part when you have a small group is that if you don't, the group kind of suffers if you're really bad at combat. That is fair. Well, that's why we're introducing Patreon runners. 
Yeah. Hey, so that's a plug. Enter plug here. Hey. Want to break from the ads? No. (laughs) But yeah, okay. That's fine. Good. All right. Uh, Anything else on your own? Not particularly. All right. Um, Of the game Shadowrun, what frustrates you most about it? Hold on. Let me reword that. I'm not cutting it, but let me reword that. What about Shadowrun frustrates you more than anything else? I'm going to go ahead and say this. Some of the, she was prepared. Some of the mechanical rules when you are learning them are fucking ass. Like, yeah. Once yeah. you understand them, it's like, okay, I get this. But, like, when you're first learning it, it's like, all right, I got to remember. For one single, like, what? for? I'm trying to think of it. There's, like, certain things. Oh, just to hit someone. Just to shoot someone with your gun. There's, like... I feel like three or four different roles. You're rolling armor, then you're rolling. Yeah. How, are you actually going to shoot them? Then you're adding up your damage. It's a lot. Unlike, you know, in D&D, it's like two rolls. Mm-hmm. You know, you roll to hit. And if you hit, you just roll how much damage. Armor doesn't matter, right? right? It's just a lot. I feel like Armor doesn't matter the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like in Shadowrun, it really is just... It's it's a lot, especially for a new player. That's fair. I still forget rules. I'm going to pass this off to Luke first. <laughs> oh, boy. He has a speech. <laughs> so, the biggest issue I've run into Shadowrun so far is, given my only experience with TTRPGs has really been D&D, it was a lot to go into, especially as a full caster, to have to learn the mechanics the va- the world, the lore of this specific of this specific campaign, and the magic system all at once. Granted, I did kind of do it to myself, but it is a very steep learning curve mm-hmm. that yes. I I especially feel like I am not at all like I've not all climbed up. It uh, still yeah. feels like I am working through a lot. And uh, if you're here for any of the live streams, or you. Uh, watch bloopers if they ever do exist you see how often i misinterpret literally everything that gets presented to me (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) and that is just i i can i love describing things i don't know how to comprehend things that are being described (laughs) to me it'd be like that i do i do i do agree that uh and maybe this is just uh ttrpgs in general we think of granted uh dnd 5e is definitely like a simpler Mecha- or like system it's definitely tried to cut down a lot of the minutiae and the mechanics yeah like 4e fucking having pluses and minus everywhere <laughs> I like fucking pathfinder <laughs> dnd is just you play the game to play the game yeah you know and really to be honest rolling uh, you roll because you can but yeah. i feel like it adds some spice but to be honest if you weren't to roll any dice you could probably play the game yeah you no, know what i mean yeah not shadow run it yeah. reminds me of a, vi- a video I was watching of a musician, Victor Wooten, uh, when he was describing like his uh, idea and conceptualization of music theory was to think of music theory as like the tools to your car. You don't keep the tools in the passenger seat where you have access to them all the time. You keep them in the trunk. You just do. You drive the car like normal, and you hope you never need the tools, but you're glad to have them and know how to use them when you need to pull them out. Yeah, that's kind of a That's type a rule system I'd like to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you you can just sort of go through it and you can go through it pretty easily and it's mostly intuitive, but whenever you get stuck, you can just go to the tools, use it, apply it to the situation, make a decision, and just keep on going on. Whereas Shadowrun, I happen to have to do that a lot and it really bogs down my thought process. 
All right, Adam. You know, you know what really fucking grinds my apples about Shadowrun? <laughs> what really salts my fucking wounds? How fucking difficult it is to not spend a bajillion fucking dollars buying every fucking book in a, and, like, reading all the rules in an even semi-legal manner. Do you know how many fucking PDFs I have to download from how many freaking sketch-ass websites to be able to get the Shadowrun books? Hypothetically. With, uh, hypothetically. Hypothetically, if you had to do that. If you wanted yeah, to do that. No, I don't. Right. Because I don't download shit off sketch websites, right? Like, that. that's, like, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a pirate here for a second. Arr, you know what really grind? What, what no. really salts my fish? <laughs> like, uh, all right. So, and this, this just kind of comes down to um, really any TTRPG that's not super huge, like Dungeons and Dragons. Like right. Dungeons and Dragons, I just fucking, I can, I can type D and D, and then the name of whatever PDF, like Xanathar's, and all of a sudden I'm get, I'm getting fucking, uh, <laughs> I am getting. What are you doing? Turning you down. <laughs> I am getting like horny PDFs within your location. Wanting to <laughs> fuck, right? Like I am getting like thinking like, congratulations, you are a one thousand fucking uh, PDF viewer. You know what, Shadowrun? I will fucking go on Google and I will look up exactly the uh, the PDF for uh, Shadowrun Five E. Uh, I, I don't know, Street Grimoire is that what's yeah, called? Yeah, that's one. Yeah, I'll like even even a big book like Street Grimoire, and it's fucking crickets. Nothing. <laughs> it is gone. It is a barren, empty field filled with nothing but wasteland. Dead fish. <laughs> Salted fish. Salted fish. Salted fish. Fish like a maiden in the gas station sushi. <laughs> fish fear me, women fear me, men turn their eyes away from me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's no, fair. That, that is my biggest issue, and that is entirely a matter of the fact that Shadowrun is considerably smaller than, like, D&D. D&D, yeah. Pathfinder, anything Wizards of the Coast. And that's not any issue with, um... Catalyst, Catalyst or uh, what was the other one? Uh, FASA. I mean, it's Catalyst's game. It's Catalyst now. Yeah, yeah. Catalyst Incorporated. Though. Yeah, so it's not a, like Catalyst's fault. It's society's fault, and it's also part my fault because I don't want to pay to have to buy the bajillion freaking books that are out there. I tried to find the books online. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah. luck. It's nothing. It, 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 it's nothing but a barren field filled with nothing I but death, despair, and fish. Legitimately buy one of the books. Oh, it's just like. Did you not go to RPG Drive. I. I, the only one I could find online was like 200 bucks. Oh, you trying to buy it physically? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah no, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, no, that's sorry, not going to happen. No. Well, you got to think, it's like trying to buy like a D&D 3E book physically. I mean, like, 5E came out in like the early 2000s. Okay. 5E came out in like 2014. Hey. Which 5E are we talking about? Just Shadowrun. Oh, Shadowrun yeah, 5E. Yeah, Shadowrun okay. 5E came out. A while ago. You were talking about, like, trying to buy a 3 ebook. book no, I thought you sorry. were talking D&D. Oh, uh, well, now I gotta look when the release is. But yeah, like, trying to buy a, rele- like a physical book, it's just not. <laughs> True. No, I wanted it for, because I don't have a laptop. And That's I was fair. gonna get a physical copy of the book, because, like, right. why wouldn't you be able to, apparently? Not. Yeah, no. Yeah, like I want to buy like a cheap laptop that I don't care if it gets viruses, just so I can go download <laughs> sketch versions of the PDFs. Hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> and hypothetically, because we don't support piracy. And hypothetically, probably do it on public Wi-Fi networks. <laughs> hypothetically, hypothetically. Um, do you think I can find them on the deep web, the dark web? Hypothetically, maybe. Hypothetically, <laughs> do, you, do you think? I, do you think I could hire a hitman to find me the PDF? <laughs> Okay, are we ready to move on to the next question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. 
hypothetically, are there any runs or like run ideas that like you would want to go on? I told you I want to go on a run that's like more the initial aspects of it, the starting aspects are not combat based. Like mm-hmm. kind of like this run but more more like um I don't know, like we're breaking into a fancy event to get some data or mm-hmm. something more roleplay-wise, at least for the initial half. It doesn't have to necessarily not devolve into combat, but I want to start a run where it's all about us being social. Fair enough. And I'd also like to see our characters try to be fancy and social, especially <laughs> Overseer's character. That's fair. <laughs> Mudders in the corner has a PTSD flashback. Yeah, Overseer's real social little guy. <laughs> um, my answer, uh, on one hand, uh, just because uh, I used to watch a lot of cowboy movies, uh, Train Heist, that'd be very cool. Uh, train he- or like uh, Train Heist headed to uh, local Aries, um, fucking uh, compound. Uh, we're stealing like some fucking like bomb or something mm-hmm. off of this uh, Aries train and delivering it to some offshore uh, site to some fucking shady dude in like Cuba or something. I don't know what the Q- <laughs> like Shadowrun Cuba is. Uh, <laughs> Underwater train heist. Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> always a man. Always a city. Always a lighthouse. <laughs> a man chooses a slave obeys. Devin, you got a charger for this? I don't know what kind of USB C circle. USB C. Oh. Yeah, Luke's got one. Okay. There you go. I'm trying to find my. Oh, it's upstairs. All right, you guys. Actually, don't answer that. Talk about something else. Um, I have to go upstairs and grab my laptop charger. So. May I continue talking, or? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I probably hear you. Um, it's more for my ears than the listeners. Well, I don't want to talk. Just talk. Shut the fuck! <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry, you're right. <laughs> Watch my phone charger. Alright, go. Go. Maybe you guys don't want to talk now. Hold on. Oh, we won't oh pause God. this. You said it didn't last time. That's what you did. Another heist that I think would be uh, pretty poggers is um, Arcology Heist. Good fucking luck. Yeah, good fucking <laughs> luck, but it'd be cool. <laughs> hey, that's how one works, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Like, um, just, uh, what's that, uh, really, uh, busted armor? The, like, dead space looking one? Um, uh, the I know what you're talking hardened about. Hardened yeah. armor or something like that? No, I mean, that's the stat name. I don't remember what exactly it's called, but I know exactly. Yeah, I can look it up. Yeah. I'm literally. Just, like, fucking, uh, it doesn't even have to be, like, Draco Foundation or anything. It's just, like, oh, you are given a shit ton of good gear and guns. You are roided the fuck out, and you are in that, like, mil spec armor or whatever the fuck it's called. There you go. It's mil spec? Mil spec. Thought so. I'm fucking smart. I'm better. I'm better. I am better. Hardened mil spec battle armor. Yeah, hardened mil spec battle armor. That shit's cool. Fucking ridiculous. That shit's cool though. What is it, like twenty five armor? Uh, so I think yeah, like but base, with hardened, that just reduces how much damage you take. Yeah. So the thing is about it. Um. So let's see. The heavy set gives you twenty armor. Plus a helmet gives you three, okay? And that 20 has 20 capacity, which means you can butt fuck it with even more. You can mod the fuck out of that. Yeah. Gel packs, fucking... The thing is, it's 
Part, so it has a availability rating of 22 forbidden, which means yeah, like, you're not getting it. Yeah, it's one of the most forbidden things in the game, I believe. Like, everybody can get it, and that's it. Pretty much. Uh, but the thing is, yeah, it's hardened. And I think, I don't remember the hardened, I think it's actually might just be fully hardened, so all the way up to 20, which basically means you're not doing more than 20 damage. You're not dealing damage, period. So, yeah. like, it's like, yeah, you have to be fucking anti-tank rifle bum just to, just so just fucking, to take, like, What's that, Alfred? How <laughs> thick is it? Get that so, bitch a cannon. Yeah, it is Bitches love the cannons. one armor that is forbidden. But I do, I mean, so what you want is, like, the ending of the original Modern Warfare 3. Yes. <laughs> with, yes, with Captain <laughs> Price and Yuri. Captain Price and Yuri just juggling the building. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Honestly, that'd be so cool. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I, yeah, I don't really have any specifics on a run for shot on a run for the for Group H to do, given that I I'm not familiar enough with Shadowrun to try and conceptualize something like this. I mean, any heist movie ever. Uh, uh, something more with a focus, a focus on deception, kind of like with Project Act, what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Autumn was saying, more so on. You're really not supposed to ever get caught. Like, if you are, just tough shit. Fair Off yourself. And more, I mean, more so like harsh consequences for getting the run wrong. Which, granted, we haven't we haven't encountered yet. But I imagine if we were to royally fuck up, there would be some severe punishments. Which I'd be much more interested in seeing as a group. Just gotten kind of lucky and just uh, pulling off runs that realistically shouldn't have happened. I don't think we should necessarily like have runs that we can't get through by fighting. I just think that there should be the opportunity to at least start in, at least have it be the main opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's just right. not fighting. You guys want to do a heist run? Yeah. Fair enough. Except Adam. He wants to do quite literally the opposite of a heist <laughs> I mean, run. Yeah, y'all so, are fucking boring. <laughs> I feel like so long as we cover our faces and so long as we get the information before maybe we kill the parties needed, we could be fine. Fair, fair. I would also like to see, um, I don't know if there's still an organization by the time that this uh, comes around, but Terra first, I believe. The uh, eco uh, terrorists. Oh, yeah, they're not They're around. not? They okay. stopped being like in 2025. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like they were a terrorist and then they just kind of disappeared. I think so, actually. Um, I don't think Terra first. Yeah, that, like I've uh, had, I had the idea of like, oh, you know, I want, I want to like pitch this idea to uh, Devin if Tiger ever dies to see if uh, I could play like a Terra first um sympathizer mm-hmm. and like uh kind of go with that but uh yeah not not really a thing anymore they're like because i mean i think originally they were like they weren't even that big originally and then basically it basically when the when corporations became the government they were kind of um not really around anymore they were irrelevant at that point pretty much um was found in North America. Yeah, I'm like, there's not even like much history. Um, so I guess they might be like loosely around, but like at this day and age, anything they did do just doesn't matter. Gotcha. From what I'm connecting, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure basically all anti corp terrorists aren't really a thing anymore. They probably just all been offed. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It would be cool, but uh, you'll just get uh, hired by uh, Humanus. I'll be a good one. 
Who made this? The KKK. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, okay. All right. Um, let's Can see I one. play a Humanus member? No. <laughs> For very obvious reasons. Um, all right. So without any spoilers, how do you feel about season one of Drexorm in, in entirety? There's like more a question for you too. Where is what's Oh, you were part of it too. It's more so a question for that since I've been yeah. present and season, active for the entire Season thing. one was the end of this last episode, right? Yes. Yes. But with no spoilers. So what yes. does that mean? Just like okay, just how do you feel like it's been so far? Have you been enjoying it? Like I mean like wow, yeah. overall, yeah. like I'm here saying, like, I've been here for forty some sessions. If I didn't enjoy it, I okay. wouldn't be here. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that there's a, a lot of um, growth to be had for characters. Uh, I definitely think that, um, granted, this season has not ended how uh, some of us might have liked Luke. Um, you know, a death in the family and whatnot. But uh, <laughs> great Batman special. But, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I think the fact that there is so much room for improvement with our characters, which is another thing that I really do like about Shadowrun, is that the fact that you can constantly improve some aspect of your mm-hmm. character. And uh, it makes for a lot of uh, character opportunities in one way or another. Because with... Um, I actually can't get into that without any uh, spoilers. But I think that... Um, I think there's a lot of room for improvement as characters. And I've been enjoying it so far. And I'm excited to see uh, what... Uh, our uh, game daddy has been planned for us. I would like to get good. Um, I feel like <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, this season went from Cerberus doing pretty well to Cerberus getting absolutely fucked, which was part of the plan, to be honest. Like I said, main character syndrome is slowly crumbling. It's time to come back. To Come reality, yep. Goes gravity, yep. Um, for servers to realize she's not the main character and actually work on improving herself <laughs> and not being a terrible human being, maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. Fair enough. Perhaps. <clears throat> Overseer for the like 20 episodes you've been around, which apparently <laughs> isn't enough, even though it's half the season. It, it honestly doesn't feel like that much. Longer than half the season, seven months. It just. When I think, when I keep thinking about the podcast, I think this has been going on for like years, and I just get brought on like just like a month ago. It's my time scale has been real warped on this. That's fair. Um, for the most part, uh, for the duration I've been on the podcast, I've been enjoying it. It's it's number one thing I look forward to every week is when I get to come here and do Shadowrun because I get to ignore all the bullshit. You know, the typical escapes and the TTRPGs offer, right? But with this campaign specifically, I'm very much enjoying the fact that the characters seem much more character and that there's actually purpose behind what they're doing beyond, oh, they need to fit a function in a TTRPG group that need that to actually be semi-coherent. Granted, we aren't, but <laughs> I like how the thing that I've been struggling with most is I don't really know whether I'm supposed to like your guys' characters or even even care for them at all. Like, Overseer is definitely seeing you guys more as, like, a... If we were a TTRPG group, oh, no, we just lost we just lost the tank. All right, go, go fucking make a new one. Go get a new one. Oh, no, we lost the hacker. Do it again. Instead of, I don't really know whether I'm supposed to grow to care for you guys as people or not. Whereas in every like- other TTRPG you've played, you're supposed to, like, you know, get on buddy-buddy with... 
most, if not every PC you come across. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at first, but it's supposed to, that arc is supposed to happen across a campaign or a couple sessions. Shadowrun is a universe that doesn't really revolve around that. It's not built for that. And it's kind of giving me some, like, ludonarrative dissonance. Fair. I want to say, in my mind, it's kind of like co-workers. Like, you, you know, it's it's like co-workers. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm going to go out of my way to, like, do extenuous stuff for my co-workers. But if some of them, one of them were to get shot and killed, I'd be pretty bummed about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I mean, I would say Tiger and I, and even Overseer, We've all been through a lot. The more you go through with people, I think the closer you get to them, whether you want to or not. Yeah, you'd be real distraught if Tiger were to get shot through the stomach. That was literally (laughs) like 15 (laughs) minutes after I met you. I had no fucks. (laughs) I met Tiger and I shot him, okay? If I could take it back. It was me. I did it. Listen. She confesses. Listen. For enough money, I'd probably do it again. Bye. (laughs) You need money to do it I again? <laughs> That's kind of flattering. I would be regretful about it. Uh, yeah, that that idea of is Overseer supposed to actually like like and care for you guys as people a lot was an idea explored an idea explored in the last episode, but uh, as uh, the name would uh, imply, it's, it's it's fine. It's yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, I had something to add, but yeah, I got nothing. Um. Good questions, guys. I got a few more. We'll speed run a little bit more because we are going on to like two hours or so. Yeah. But Sam has some specific questions that we're going to do some of. Um, so I'm not asking all of them because go fuck yourself, Sam. But uh, all right. Okay. Uh, I should have pointed them out. You know, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Well, hold on. I... No, save it till the end because we're going to do questions for me later because I'm still asking you guys. Um, okay, this is a question addressed to Tiger and Overseer. Both of you have some magical resonance of a different type. Do you plan to develop those powers? And if you do, what is it? So any plans to increasing your magical capabilities anytime soon? To which, actually, so never mind to both of you for this question. That's a season two thing. <laughs> yes, the, there are plans for Overseer to develop himself magically and to improve on himself in an astral spe- in an astral. Uh, nature yes as it stands uh tiger tiger has a long way to go before he's ready to save anyone but i believe <laughs> shut he up can save the no um tiger as it stands uh tiger does have a uh, long way to go uh to uh be the adept street sam question mark kind of 50 50 the blade adept that i want him to be and uh especially with how poorly i built him so there's a lot of things that can go uh Going uh, forward, uh, I just need to actually do them, which requires <laughs> karma. Which can I continue? Karma. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't give you karma. Ah, it's not important. Can you I, don't need karma for your last round. Can I have you mute the mic? Because I don't want to bring up something. Right. Hold on, I didn't do it right. I didn't even mute me. All right, not uh, necessary. Okay, we're back. Okay. Right. Um, good answer, guys. Um, okay, I got one for Cerberus here. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you plan on getting you have, good at the game? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, you have a great deal of Matrix pretend, potential, especially with the help of William. On the subject of William, are you concerned about his existence, or are you just chilling with him? Chilling okay, with so William? we kind of dived into this, and I don't know if it's a spoiler. In my episode, we talked about this a lot in my episode. Uh, um, like your downtime? 
can I go into William? So for Cerberus, Cerberus views William as like this dark entity that like she's giving a part of herself to every time she utilizes him. And in my episode, we kind of hinted at the fact that like if she does use him, I I can get more powerful. The issue is after Cerberus used him, and I haven't done a very good job role playing this. The fact of the matter is she like she she was supposed to be a little bit more changed, like more um I mean she was already pretty non non uh what's it called? Non sympathetic, but even more yeah. so after William. And like every time I use him to gain more power, I'm going to become closer to like losing myself losing myself, you know? Like yeah. 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 William starts to take over. William starts to get more power over me if I like if I if I let him do that. That being said, Cerberus does realize that William is really powerful and if I were to give him power, maybe I wouldn't get fucked up as much. And so that's why she gave that's why in my downtime episode, right after that big concussion, she was like, Okay, something's gotta change. Okay. Uh this one specifically towards me. Still spelling my name wrong, but thank you, Sam. <laughs> That's just this thing. <laughs> it's very obvious that you and the players put... It's very obvious that you put in a lot of effort into an absolute direct storm on top of your life. Lives. Um, <laughs> okay. Everyone puts a lot of effort into direct storm. Make on... a cake. Oh, true, you didn't make a cake. So there you go. You get second, <laughs> you get the second most. No. That's the, the way, way you do, do it. it. <laughs> on average, how much do you dedicate a week towards direct storm? So, like, a single episode. See, it kind of depends on how you look at it. Because, like, first of all, I'm constantly thinking about Drexstorm and, like, the next run and, like, where it's going and stuff like that and future events. So, like, kind of an unknown number of time if you want to take into account. But, like, just purely editing and working on an episode that has to get released, probably, like, 10 to 12 hours a week it takes me for a single episode, depending on the length. Anywhere from, like, six bare minimum to, like, 12 maximum, depending on how in-deep I go into the episode and how much I have to add to it. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. And how much the players fuck up. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> all right. How much we get off-topic and fuck around in an episode. And find out. And how <laughs> much pre-planning. Um, okay, I like this one. Uh, so, if... Mm, I'll word it all out, and you can interpret it however you think it means. So it's for you guys. Um, it seems that the party currently has a lot of support and an adept. So this is obvious that if a fight can be avoided, then it will be. No, that's wrong. <laughs> but as in the shadows in the sixth world, um, it's a give or take and things can get messy. Who do you think would be best in a fight if it eventually broke out? Like, who do you think would be the most useful if a fight were to break out? Cerberus was designed to stop a fight before it ever happens. She was not supposed to ever be discovered. Cerberus, if a fight breaks out, is fucked. As we have seen multiple times. I'd like to think that <clears throat> at least sorry for the that. Uh I'd like to think that our group as it as it stands now is sort of like the three stages of what would happen in an escalation of what happened in an escalation of threats. Uh, Cerberus is more like, you know, 
back line or fucking around in the matrix trying to prevent a situation that would ever escalate to such a point overseer is more of a middle ground where yeah things can get a little rocky but with a little bit of magic and a little bit of smart thinking you can definitely dissuade someone from trying to act on those and then tiger is just the doom slayer he is actively trying to start fights so that way it is is the fastest solution in his mind to solve the conflict service isn't even the backline like service's design was to remove an enemy before an enemy removed her and so the fact of the matter is when combat goes down i'm not nearly as useful as if i can get an advantage before combat goes down so Overall, in combat, as we've as combat has happened on the Drexorm podcast, Tiger is, in my mind, the best equipped to handle yeah. combat. Yeah, but in yeah. a group scenario, <laughs> I mean, yeah. as long as there's something sharp within arm's reach, in the a second that he's unarmed, if uh, it's in, well, within arm's reach, it's, it's in, in arm's reach. <laughs> in a group scenario, I'd put the money on overseer. The issue is overseer has too many sustain spells. That's fair to be useful because. Unless he were to get some foci, he ha- you can sustain like two spells, and and, less, and they're just useless in everything else. Fair. Um, I kind of wanted to add on to this one a little bit. So, 1v1v1. Everyone is set, so Tiger, Cerberus, and Overseer have to fight to the death. But all this three again. of you have your ideal situation, whatever that be, your ideal starting up situation. Who wins? So whatever you think I that win. means for your character. I win. Counterpoint. He can still dodge you though because of his adept powers. He even if you get you a said shot. If off, I have my ideal situation, yeah. Let's say if Cerberus had her ideal situation, no one in the party would win. Well, she wouldn't be covered. Well, that's the thing. She should be away. She would be on top of a building. But he know. has the capabilities of finding you because. Yeah, but he'd find. He wouldn't even know. In my ideal situation, he wouldn't even know I was there until the first shot was fired. Well, yeah, in his ideal situation, dodge. he wouldn't have gotten shot. But the thing is. <laughs> Just because you're standing on top of the building and he's standing, I don't know, in a fucking alleyway. Shape concrete. The built the building you're standing on is now a giant slide to the fucking concrete. But like he is built to be able to dodge you, even if you get the drop on him. Like you, he could have no idea, but he has an ability that will allow him yeah. to dodge. Combat you. sense, I don't get surprised. Yeah, he basically cannot get or he basically allows the chance mm. to not get surprised. So I think in general, it depends on how long combat goes on. Mm-hmm. I think. The first two rounds of combat, Cerberus would win. Then I think maybe the first two to three, Overseer takes advantage. And anything after that, Tiger absolutely wipes the floor. Yeah, I think once the distance is closed, Tiger is the only one that's uh, taking a dub in that. Yeah, if you are in arm's reach, you are in arm's (laughs) reach. Which for Tiger, in a a round of combat, arm's reach is anywhere between like 10 to 30 meters. Yeah, I I have a sprint speed of 20 meters, so translate that to 60 feet for us Americans. Uh, Yeah, no, I am basically, I think I'm running like a quarter, maybe half a football field. To put it my way, I I don't know yards. When we go into combat, if we all start combat at the same time against a common enemy, like maybe Mm. five people. We've all got a sliding scale of when we would be the most effective. Mine would be right away. I would be the most effective. Mm-hmm. Then after that, people are either aiming for me or I have to jump into the matrix or yada, yada, yada. Tiger, it's towards the middle of combat when he's actually able to engage. And overseer, it's once his abilities all start to take effect, you know? Mm-hmm. So in the ideal scenario, you two would be, you know, 
regardless of distance, overseer would make distance, be it physical barriers, shaping the terrain, or otherwise hindering your ability to act to actively comprehend what's going on on a battlefield, and then just taking you out slowly but surely as you are incapable of reaching a position of advantage. Yeah, that's ti- overseer's ideal scenario. Tiger's uh, ideal scenario: y'all are in a room and there are no doors. <laughs> like, You're in the back. I think that, like, in a one v one, if me and overseer were in the same room, right? Mm-hmm. Overseer would probably win. Mm-hmm. Now, in a one v one, where well, not even a one v one. I think I have the most ability to cause harm to other party members mm-hmm. without even being near them. Like just fucking up. For example, I could just like fry Tiger. You just fry his sim rig. Yeah. Yeah, which just... won't affect him, but yeah. Yeah. Or fry his, well. If he had any Doesn't he have bionic eyes? Nope. No. No. Oh, I thought he did. Nope. Just from the same. No. It allows it. It's a little confusing. We're... Oh, okay. my, my thing is weird. You ha- Your hacking has no effect on me. Yeah, you would basically disable a camera, and that is a I feel it. like if I were better <laughs> at the game, I'm more potential to set up really good stuff, like planting bombs and remotely disabling them mm-hmm. and destroying computers. I don't feel like I'm very good in combat. In any situation where I'm in a room with those two, I lose. <laughs> fair, fair. Unless I somehow get a headshot and just negate all their armor somehow. And I know he doesn't have a lot hit. of armor to try and negate against a sniper rifle. Yeah, my, um, my whole shtick is that I have like 15, 16 dice to dodge. Yeah. So like... Here's the thing. If Cerberus can... It kind of comes down to rolls, I now realize. But if Cerberus can get the shot, Cerberus wins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's but, what I said. In the first right. one to two turns... I have the primary advantage. Then, as soon as Tiger closes the distance, I'm just fucked. I do not He's have anything in mid range combat. Yeah, I think I think you two are kind of in the middle because are like you two are like the most evenly matched because of the matter of the fact that like at medium ranges, like even with distance modifiers at a medium range, uh, you're still effective at the range that you're also effective. Granted, you just need to create or close the distance a little bit. So that she starts getting range um, uh I think the problem penalties. is with the gun I have, it really is kind of overpowered. Like, well, I, I don't te- think any of his spells could instantly kill me. No, that no. is true. But technically, Overseer could outdistance you. Because I just need line of sight on he spells. Doesn't and with vision mag on contact, oh, see you. right, I forget yeah. about that. Mm. Yeah, it's vision magnification on contacts or glasses. With my you can yes, but he can still go far. I mean, real like if it's a flat plane that goes infinite. If it's a flat plane, he can be if like y'all a mile are, away. If y'all motherfuckers are like... on sandbox, y'all flatland <laughs> yeah. like creative modes. Oh, <laughs> all right, okay. Um, so that's it for Sam's questions. There's a few more. He had like twelve questions, but they all suck. So, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, did you guys have, before we end have any questions you wanted to ask? Autumn, you had one you were pretty yeah. prepped for. I want to ask, mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing about each of our characters? I was hoping you wouldn't ask. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I actually want to... Compliment me, yeah, peasant. I want a least and favorite. Feed my yeah, ego. Least, least favorite okay. and most favorite. Let me piss first. So talk so I don't have to cut this. Feed my ego, GM. Make me feel <laughs> Make superior. me feel good. <laughs> I want to know as well. Just name off stuff. Why don't you guys really share your favorite things about each other's characters while I piss? So that way okay. we keep the content going. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Who's gonna start this? 
All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be the uh, one to uh, pop off really quick. Um, <laughs> Luke's favorite. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'll start with you, Autumn. I do like the uh, the whole shtick you got going on with the uh, the crypt and whatnot. I do in I do um, when I used to listen to the podcast a lot more because I would listen to the episodes like on my drive to work while I was working. As of now that I have a job where I'm not allowed to be listening to stuff on the job, stupid. I, I don't have a um, <laughs> I don't have a long enough commute to justify listening to a podcast mm -hmm. me working five minutes away from my home yeah um Same. i really i i enjoyed the uh, backstory stuff with the crypt and whatnot the thing i dislike about your character and i think this is matrix characters in general is how fucking long anything in the matrix takes i think this is something we in the dm need to talk about it needs to just be a thing that so long as it's not going to the point where it's starting to affect real world stuff we need to just, like, if Matrix combat is going on, we just do the whole Matrix combat, so long as it's not, like, gonna run over where it's starting to, like, the combat's, I mean, it never should, but the combat's taking so long that, you yeah. know, which, which stuff is happening in the real world, Yeah. Which, so that we can just do that really quick, get it done with, so to say. And it's snap back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah like, hop in the Matrix, take out some weapons, disable some cyber, take out some cams, and just, done. Yeah. yeah, because realistically, it only takes a couple seconds to do all that stuff, right? In Matrix, yes. In Matrix. So I feel like we could just do almost all of my stuff as one chunk. Almost. I mean, the issue with that is is there's still an initiative account. You're doing that within the three seconds so very well. The issue with that is you might be able to disable someone's guns who normally has the time period to shoot someone before you can disable his gun. Yeah. Well, so like, like, yeah, it happens really fast, but like, Tiger so can also move 60 feet for within an three example. seconds. They're going down the elevator. They want me to disable the cameras, mm -hmm. right? Matrix-specific combat algorithm, like, versus the spider, I agree with you. But, like, disabling stuff in general? Oh, yeah, no. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, Matrix-specific like, situations, If there's yes, things that like, I can do It affects back... the physical world, that's where it runs What I'm saying is, so long as it's not going to run on. So, like, for example, I can't go and disable the... Disable the cameras and then know they're going to get on the elevator and disable the elevator. I got to wait until they get on the elevator. Mm. Right. Do you get what I mean? Or mm. vice and versa. Like, but with combat, though, so long as the spider is not actively doing things that affect the real world or my body is not getting affected in the real world, like mm -hmm. I'm remote, then we should just get that over with. Mm. I did the conversion. Uh, in one round, if Tiger is sprinting, he can run a fourth of a football field. <laughs> so 25 yards. Yeah. Um, damn. <laughs> yeah, in three seconds. In three yards. seconds. Um, but I'm actually going to kind of, um, uh, after I go over Luke's character, I'm going to go over something that we as a group, um, that I think we all agree on, and I believe we've all had this conversation before that I dislike. Um, Luke, your character? Lay, lay, lay into me. Lay into you? Yeah, go for it. Fucking is beautiful. I love you so much. <laughs> That's not true. Fucking come on. <laughs> I do like the amount of uh, like your character feels like you have like you've put a lot of thought and emphasis into it your character feels them out of all the character like player characters here your character feels the most like a character like if it, if your character like your NP or uh, your PC was taken and put into a book I would believe your character as a like written character like someone act like an author was writing this as a fleshed out character minus you know the in in between bits where we're kind of thinking like how the I want to describe this like besides uh, obviously besides of your character is the most fleshed out out of all of us and i feel that um you your character has the most life to them however 
I think the thing I, I, I think, and you've mentioned this as well, the discrepancy between being the combat battle master and then the, this is just you just not knowing the system as well as like any of us should, honestly, especially us three. I think we we as a group need to know the system a little bit more. It, it's just kind of funny. Uh, like I don't really have much of a uh, issue with your character specifically, and my issue with your character was just Matrix. I have an issue with yeah. the Matrix. Fuck technology. <laughs> you want to be a rigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now to what I dislike about us as a group is, fuck, we cannot come up with a plan to save our lives. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think when me and Devin talked about this, a big issue we have as a group is that we all are saying things that we think our character would logically do if they don't align. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like going up into the mountains could have been like a two-minute discussion where we decided, okay, this is going to happen. We'll do these things first and make like a bullet list of what we're going to do for the day. We're going to go to the bar. We're going to go to the town hall. And then if we still don't find anything, we'll go up into the mountain. Fuck it. Why not? Right? You get what I mean? Yeah. And we would have never even got to the mountain because we found stuff otherwhere. Yeah. Right? And so I think we need to work on, as a group, making a list of what our characters would objectively want to do, Mm -hmm. put it in order of priority, and just go from there. And if we find stuff and we don't get to other stuff, that's fine because that's realistic. But saying, oh, we shouldn't do this stuff or it being a big hassle because it's like not necessarily what your character would do. But it's what my character would do. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. We come to some conflict. We as a we as a group need to like and, and this would realistically be we as a group need to just kind of be okay with each other having plans and thoughts and having to compromise to be yeah, able to Yeah, and like putting them in priority. I'm fine with like, for example, the mountain was a big debate. That could go all the way at the end. It doesn't have to come first. Mm-hmm. And I have said many times it's something I want to do when we run out of options like it doesn't we weren't i didn't want to go that morning because what if we found something yeah you know then there's no fucking point but we didn't find anything i think the 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 thing that um kind of stands out to me is uh more how much overthinking we did with the gas job the fact the fact that i think it is really uh, ridiculous on all of our parts that the fact that uh, we had nine episodes worth of pre-planning because we all had ideas that we wanted to do yeah. and none of us had the balls to just pull the trigger and just get to the damn job. I think this yet again comes to making an itemized list of all the things we want to do. Then there are things that Devin can look through the list before the session and say okay, your first thing is going to the mountains. We're going to do that quick. You're not going to find anything. You're going to go there. You're not going to find anything. We're going to come back and we're going to move on. Right? <laughs> So that we can prioritize things that are more important without it feeling too much like we're metagaming, like, oh, you go up there. But that way, it also gives him time to plan, and it gives us time to make a list of what we're going to prioritize most in pre-planning, make a list of things we do need to do in pre-planning objectively. It just doesn't take so long for us to actually verbally communicate the plans. We'll, like, make a Google Docs do a 10-minute pre-episode session where we just go over this, agree on the plans, and then that's, and then that's it. it. We've, yep. agreed, we've agreed with it. Yeah, I think I think for uh, Flo, it is, uh, we kind of get handed the job at the end of our in-person sessions, and then we get time to go over it, and then like do what you were saying, kind of yeah. out of character, have a discussion, and then just pick up with uh, what we want to do at the beginning of uh, the next yeah. session. That's all I got. So I will. I will uh, just comment on that. It's a lot easier said than done from a GM point of view. Because that is how, fair. Like I can set up a really good plotline, but like you're getting the job the next like 
issue is I like to leave it on somewhat of a cliffhanger, but, like, getting a job is not a great, like, ending to an episode most times. Yeah. So that's the only, like... Yeah. I I mean, I could work it in sometimes, but, like... Maybe that's the time, like, let's say we get a job at the beginning of this episode. That's when we need to take a 10-minute pause. Decide on the list of what our characters are going to be doing during the run, we think, and really briefly make a list of the things we need to get together. And if it's going to be done in 10 minutes, make more stuff. If it's going to be done super short, like, or take a long time. Like, we put on mm-hmm. something and you know it's going to take us a long time, then mm-hmm. we'll just get going. Here's hoping that we can come up with uh, what we want to do within 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, just simple. Yeah. I think a lot of our problems come down to bickering about what we want to do and just be simple and objective in saying, okay, well, we need to get these supplies we need to investigate the building. We need to do X, Y, and Z, and we would plenty have time in real life. And if you want to say, oh, you guys investigate the building, you find X, Y, and Z, so we can skip that so it doesn't take a long time to record, mm-hmm. then that's totally fine, you know? Like, if it's going to be super simple, like, we just mm-hmm. investigate the facade, then you find, you know, it's six floors, constant stream of traffic. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I got. So moving on to whoever wants to go next. <clears throat> Back to the GM because this is a question posed to him. Okay. Did you answer your your side of it? No. Only Adam got to answer it because. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll go to me then. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We've already discussed what we like and don't like about our characters. Not your characters, each other's characters. Totally different. Let me go real quick. Okay. Tiger? All right. Tiger. All right. Yeah. I do really like the fact that you give a lot of versatility to our group. I like that you're a frontliner. But. I don't honestly have that big of a butt, but I do feel like your character is the less, the least like human, the least personable. Like I still don't feel like I know a lot about Tiger or why he's doing the things he does, which might be a me me issue. Tiger doesn't right. even know the things he does. <laughs> yeah, part, part. Yeah, that's kind of like Tiger was just like, oh well, I got kicked out of my previous lifestyle, so here we yeah, go. Part, part yeah, part of it's kind of the reason. Like I, I also kind of wanted to do like a vengeance thing, but like at the same time, I didn't feel like that really fit with the story, so I just kind of like dropped it it was right. kind of like eh, I, I was part of a family of crime now i don't have a family but you know what i still got crime <laughs> yeah and but i still feel like there's more that you can do even with that like working in um i know we've seen a little bit of your friendships but more of your friendships more of his connections other friendships? things like you have a friend don't you like a gun dealer i thought oh pablo, pablo. pablo. Harley. Yeah, yeah like tying in that stuff to make it feel like you know yeah you're a street samurai but maybe you're lonely and you go out to the bar every night and try to pick up girls or dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. make you feel more personable is the only thing I could even think of. But well, I mean, everyone in the group, we have never really explored anyone's outside life except Storm. I mean, I've tried to add little bits of things in, like right. I mean, you have to Mara music and, like, and community. Yeah. you know, like when I say I'm hacking, really, I'm playing video games on my tablet, and I maybe I'll get to hacking. You know, like. Things that I tried to tie some things in, but I think, yeah, we're all a little lacking. Mm. I just feel like Tiger feels the least fleshed out. Yeah, because Tiger doesn't. But maybe that's because I'm playing my character, so I know what I want them to be. I don't know how they're actually presenting. But Tiger but... also literally just lives on the street and is poor most of the time. Yeah, I'm a hobo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, a mur- I'm a murder hobo. And then, <laughs> you are literally a murder We'll go to Overseer. Um, I do. I think same thing with Tiger. My favorite thing is it feels like you do have one of the most personable characters. You have some really real life issues with your character, like the PTSD aspect, that make it feel like you're not just playing a character that you made for the game. Rip lost episode. 
Rip Blast. Rip Blast. <laughs> we'll make a return. No. Um, yes, you will. <laughs> Dislike. I I will fuck. I will fucking. I still remember like all the big all the big steps in that episode. So do I. You know what I dislike the most? What that I have never really truly been alive <laughs> while in combat with fucking overseer. I bet that's not overseer's fault. <laughs> um, so I, you know, but I'm just gonna say because of that, I still don't have a good vibe with how your combat works. That that's fair. not a him problem. That's just. I dislike the fact that truly I do not ha- not have any idea how I would utilize you in combat because I don't know what your spells are and stuff like that. I know Tiger runs in and stabs shit. Right. I hack shit and shoot shit. And I know you use magic and it's supposed to be like area control, but like I, my brain can't prompt properly comprehend the hamster can't keep up with the wheel yeah the hamster <laughs> has not figured out how the wheel works yet it's trying but all right overseer all right now you have to answer it because they did damn uh, god damn it remember it's a, a motherfucking question. buffet this is a question at one person <laughs> so what i like most about your characters first get some positivity before i absolutely dis- destroy absolutely decimate we're <laughs> stretching tiger Tiger may not be the most relatable or more, most fleshed out character, but Tiger's the damn most entertaining character we have in this fucking group. He's the type of fucker to just make a crazy-ass scenario, roll with it, and try and get something good out of it. Remember when Overseer's going to overthink it to hell, and nothing's going to get done. The Cerberus is going to fucking put it off and just sort of slack on it, play video it's games, so do whatever. Funny because like Tiger does not give a solitary fuck about what's going on. He's going like, to do what he wants, and it's going to be funny as hell. I feel like that's a good kind of uh, articulation of all of us as actual people. <laughs> I feel like it's funny though because like if we look at the yellow hedge, it was exactly opposite. It was exactly the opposite until Cerberus. I'm pretty sure Cerberus got fucked up for the first time. And then not even in the yellow heads. Like I broke a limb. That was it. That wasn't the yellow head stuff. That was Yeah, no. But really I feel else. like that just comes down to me. I don't know what I was on. Not really. I wasn't on any drugs, but the first session I was like just vibing. I'm gonna hide in the safe. Like, it's full of heated plates. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like the first episode I was just on something. I I've never been so outgoing than that first episode. I don't know what happened there and everything went downhill. I couldn't keep it up. <laughs> and what I like most about Cerberus is uh I've come in at the time where it's become most relevant. But the dual personality nature between you and William is a very interesting dynamic, and it's a part of your backstory that is most affecting your character and their development now. Yeah. Where it's uh, situations with what happened with Tiger, what happened with Overseer, it's stuff that happened in the past, it's remnants of stuff that's creeping back into their lives. You are actively dealing with something that is the biggest component of change in our campaign besides the overarching plot. You're going through your origin story. I'm going through puberty. Yeah, I'm about to say, this is puberty, bro. <laughs> William's a metaphor for menopause. <laughs> menopause? That's like Wait a second. Puberty. Listen, the six words weird. <laughs> All right. What you I go do? through menopause before you go through meta resume. <laughs> God. What if... All right. Now so the that, one. That's what I like most about your characters. All right. Dig in. Dig in. What I dislike about Tiger the most. All right, yeah. And you, you've brought it up before as something you dislike yourself. Just pick a fucking lane, dude. Do you want to be an adept or do you want to be a street Sam? 
What do you want to be effective at? Yeah. I know this is something you're incorporating yourself a lot for, but I'm going to do it too. to you so that we can finally get it out of your head and start thinking of start thinking of solutions. You need to decide what Tiger is going to be rather than just like a hodgepodge of all the different animes you've watched and making Tiger to be that. But I am the storm that is approaching. <laughs> Provoking. Oh, uh, I will. Now that you brought it up, I will bring up the. Uh, the title to the lost episode, which was going to be so fucking good. It was going to be Overseer in the Eye of the Storm. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger needs to... Let's get his shit together. <laughs> yeah, which it's not really of Tiger as a character, especially at the moment. He's kind of just like fucking around and doing something. But something needs to happen to kick Tiger in the ass. And uh, either mechanics-wise or character-wise, get a bit more direction and actually working towards some goals. Well, uh, whether that be something as stupid as just like making drugs or like fucking like hustling drugs. BTLs, yeah, or totally do possible. I, I think both of yours, uh, kind of like less in a mechanic or a mechanical sense, uh, both of your um, comments kind of go in one uh, inside one another. Tiger doesn't have a shtick, so he doesn't really have a outside of crime life <laughs> because he's a hobo with a with a sword. You know, you can get an apartment, right? Like you just haven't decided to find a place to live because I don't have the money. Because character, <laughs> you do. because like, Tiger's character trait is being a hobo. Fair enough. You can also just bunk with like Wait. any of your runners or like any of the NPCs you are friends with. Like you just literally have not tried to get help. Yeah. Still, still has an apartment. Who? Huh? Cool. It wasn't this run. It was ghouls in this campaign? No, that was previous campaign. Yeah. That was uh, United you renovated Front. that building. <laughs> Anyways, take a fucking Lowe's and renovate it. And then gangs. Gangs. Time to diss on me. Gangs. All right, what dishonor. What I dislike about Cerberus the most is that... <laughs> Ow. That you're a child. Grow up. <laughs> Get older, please. Be legal. <laughs> Lolly, 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 lolly. See, I have the same issue as issue. Tiger. This, kind of, but I'm trying to forget. It's not quite the same. It's not quite the same as I'm trying to describe it. It's more the fact that you are trying, you are very good at doing two things. It's just that you always put yourself in the scenario where you aren't really going between them, where you realistically could. Or, like Matrix and shooting? You could realistically, you know, start with one and then just completely abandon it for a little bit and go into the other. Or you could stick with one. It, it's, more, it's more so what's going on with Tiger, where he doesn't have a well-defined niche. You have two very well-defined niches. It's I just that know. you're not utilizing either, really. Are you? I think a hard thing is I am actually behind in my like skills relating to technomancer like i don't have as I mean, many points dice, as i should two dice on most of them below the average yeah well but, that's still effective. i mean that's still two dice yeah. yeah and to be honest this crappy thing is i finally went and figured out sprites yeah you out. have the rest of the campaign to no, utilize I those know, skills but like, he is specifically talking about something that i've not been able to show any improvement no, i did go and i made sprites i learned how to do that and I learned how, you know, I can hack two things at once now. 
and I fucking died before I could do anything. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> like my my my, my uh, question with the word my question with the wording there is more: Are you asking her to um kind of like be more of a stance character? Or actually, do something. Yeah, like are you asking her to be more of a stance character, switch from sniping at some points to hacking at others, and uh, do X for or do one for X amount of time, and then just completely you know swap what? gears, think... or just like spec differently? No, I think the issue he's saying is the same issue that he said he's had. And it's that I don't fully understand how to play my character despite having everything set up mm-hmm. to actually play my character right. It's not that I, right? Yeah, mostly. You know, it's not that I haven't specced wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, I don't actually know what I'm doing. Like, so I have a character that could be OP, and I'm not using it right. You have all the tools at your disposal, and you have a general idea of what you want to do, but having that actually come across in the game mechanics just ends up bogging everything down because you don't understand what's going on. You don't really know yeah. how to interpret it in game mechanics the way you want it to come out to. Yeah. My turn. Fuck so, yeah. just to be sure, this is about the characters, not the players, right? Because those oh, are fine. very different I'm cool things. if you want to dig into both. Yeah, I'm fine if you want to go into me. I'd rather you stick to my character. I can't withstand too much depression today. okay i mean to be fair most of the liked and dislike things have already been mentioned because i mean there was six different opinion or like you know eight different opinions said about each character like uh, yeah. so it might be a little repeating okay liked things okay about your characters okay characters first okay tiger i can throw anything against tiger and i don't really have to worry drones he'll shoot them or dodge them magic shit he can go into the magic and just kill them um you haven't re- figured figured it out yet, but your katana is a weapon hook guy. Yeah, it, yeah. So you can kill mm-hmm. things in the astral. Yeah, it, yeah. It has been uh, mentioned. And it's been mentioned, yeah. but no, it has not been able hasn't to come take up. It. Yeah, hasn't came up yet. Um, but yeah, so you have the exact same thing that Blue had in that fight. Um, you could have killed me. Yes. Um, not saying that you didn't die by the end of it, but Tiger could have been the one that did it. Yeah, if you did, <laughs> <laughs> but. In case you didn't, well, good job on surviving. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sucks that I may or may not have not been the one to uh, purposefully <laughs> not have uh, been the one to witness your death. If not. All right. Possibly. Perhaps. Spoilers. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, Matrix, you don't interact with it. Like, it's pretty easy. Like, the most Matrix I find things, the I yeah, find the runner and don't. I just... Yeah, so like that's like Tiger as a character. I really don't have to worry because any situation I put him in, he has the capabilities of getting out of it. It's just my cat eating. Okay, good. I was trying not to kick your cat. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) We'll stick to nice things. I'll go through everyone's nice things. Cerberus? I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. I had something for everyone. I just... Forgot it. Um, Sir Riss, you are very blue. Anyways. I could incorporate a band of musicians and you would fit in very well, but only a very specific band of musicians. Or possibly a comedy group of specifically three <laughs> particular characters. Service has the highest skill potential, I feel like. Being able to do, like, Service as a character is capable of doing a lot of things and specking into things. You're a really good shot. And, like, you're really good, like, your one weakness is the magic, which is, like, okay, whatever, because how often are you really going to deal with magic? But, like, you have an issue in the Matrix, you can shut that down easily. You have an issue in the physical, shoot them with your sniper, they're shut down easily. Service is the glass cannon, really. It's a high skill expression. Yeah, you are capable, realistically, you could probably solo most runs that this team has gone on. If you were really, you know, a bit 
like thought throw if it I up were there. better <laughs> as a player. If you were better as a if player. If you were mid-maxing. Yeah. I mean, I'm well aware <laughs> at this point that Cerberus is really built well because I did do a lot of research and mm-hmm. build, building her for the most part. It's just that I, as a player, am not. <laughs> Which is not an issue because you play a kid who doesn't know this world and it works well for your character. And that's why I built the killed. Thank you. <laughs> but, so, yeah, you have the highest, I feel like the highest potential skill cap for your character is, like, what you are capable of. If anyone can do anything, I could throw anything at Tiger, but, like, he runs into the Matrix, he is kind of fucked. Most of the actual stuff isn't really going to affect you, and if it does, it has to come to the physical world to affect you, yeah. to which you could just fucking shoot and, like, be pretty much be fine with. So, yeah, there's that. <clears throat> what I like about Overseer's character is definitely something like Tiger said, and well, I kind of everyone said, your character is the most alive in the world, and knowing your backstory and working with you for that and things that we have planned for the future, your character definitely has the most fleshed out and planned for that affect the future of the campaign. At least the ones that are more, like, cooler for the entire party to experience. Yeah, can I be honest here? Overseer's entire backstory Google Doc is still like six senses yes, i have but, not written yeah. anything else <laughs> but we have talked about it yes and so it's more of like i could i could probably write you a couple page backstory easily like three pages if, um, yeah I, I should i'm not get going that. to but like <laughs> but like that's what i mean you're good at you know magic shit you can take care of yourself there really the matrix is one of the things like just doesn't affect you and then physical you're fucked but like yeah. you have the potential to avoid physical combat and handle it but it's like it just comes down to like dice rolls, and if you're going against a high skilled guard, like can you not? <laughs> climb a leg, like <laughs> so. Yeah, but whatever. All right, that's what I like about everyone. So backstory, skill cap, versatility, versatility. Oh, I no. don't like about your characters. Oh, no. <laughs> Dig oh, in, buddy. No, I'll I'll be the front line on this one. Okay. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm trying to think of a way that isn't like super. Assholeless. <laughs> not really, because I don't really give a shit. I'm, I'm sorry for insulting your fucking, your make-believe character. No. <laughs> I don't know, just like a way that like kind of covers everything that I don't have to go on a long spiel with. But like, sorry, what the fuck was that? I accidentally bought Oh, okay. Mind. I thought it was something you're, fo- like, uh, I no, don't even know. No, the like little bar here. Mm-hmm. I put okay. my knee into it, impaled myself. Yeah, I think it's easiest to establish it as, like, what the fuck is Tiger doing? Like, just, period, with his life. Like, I mean, we had this backstory of vengeance, and, like, yeah, it kind of didn't flow well, and it's a very thing, like, a very kind of a main story kind of arc and shit like that. So, like, it's fine dropping that. But then Tiger isn't doing anything with any allies, or Tiger also doesn't bother trying to upgrade gear or go out and get new stuff, typically. I mean, I don't even know the last time, I think Tiger, last time he talked to any NPC on his own free will was Harley? And I couldn't even tell you when that job was? I think Storm was still around when that was happening. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying you're to get information, information Yeah, you were trying to, yeah, yeah to which I dropped the ball and that never yeah. resulted in anything. It, but <laughs> Then Operation ACT happened and now we haven't gotten yeah, anything yeah, so, But, like, I mean, Tiger just doesn't have anything. Tiger is, like, going through a midlife crisis, but he's not doing anything about it. Like, his entire life has been destroyed and distraughted, but, like, he just lives on the street and doesn't really give a shit. Which is, like, on one hand, sure, yeah, that's fine, because, like, there's people in the real world that do that, but that's precisely those people's issues is, like, 
They're not doing anything with their lives. Tiger kind of runs that issue. He's not doing anything with his life. So it's just, it, you know, it's whatever. And it also runs into the issue of, like, I'm not necessarily blaming you. I'm saying, I t- like, a tiger was a real person. That's, like, the one thing I would identify. Like, he's he needs to fix his life. But that also runs into the issue is we're a podcast, and if you're on a run, you don't. we don't really have time to look into, you know, and spend an hour with Tiger's outside backstory <laughs> shit and stuff like that. But, like, it would be nice to, like, if even if, like, we just sat down, this is something we could all do, is, like, send me a message, like, hey, during this downtime, or, like, you know, blah, 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 while, like, we're not having session, is we have out-of-session things happen. Like, oh, you know, Tiger goes and goes to a bar and meets up with someone and then we open on the next episode with like tiger leaving the house or something like that or you know it's just anything you guys meeting people talking to people and shit like that but anyways that's tiger's going through a midlife crisis and he's being a pussy about it <laughs> i mean he has a bomb in this i don't think he's being a pussy about it per se you all have a bomb in your head grow up <laughs> yeah so you want to be a big shot get a bomb in your head um I think another issue is with Tiger is we threw a lot into him, a lot of things to do, but too many things to do. And we talked about this, like, oh, we have a lot, like, your entire backstory, and, you know, there was a lot of few side quests that we were talking about and stuff like that. Like, we added just too much, mm-hmm. and then we just stopped doing all of it. Yeah. I, I also think it also, uh, part of me kind of throws it into, like, my defense on this is kind of the fact that, like, my thoughts with this is that since we are a podcast, granted, mm-hmm. you know, we are a role-playing game. I'm kind of, I kind of feel like Tiger's more of a device for the main plot. <laughs> Plus you. I think in you general, do. it is hard to do things that are you centered on a group podcast. No, I agree. To which maybe we should look into some type of way of doing it outside the podcast. Even if it's like we get together, like me and you guys get together for 30 minutes to like just talk about what your character is doing in their downtime and shit like that. We can even throw it together in a small like you know 30.5 episode you know it's just a small like in between to see what the characters have been doing in their lives mm-hmm. but and like i said yeah it's not necessarily your fault because like it is a podcast like you can't focus on the outside of things when the main story is going on and shit like that especially when we do have a time crunch time period if we had four hours and it was a normal gameplay we could sit there for an hour and just focus on tiger's life and him going to the bar but you know whatever anyways trying to speed run this cerberus what about having it service? Actually, I think I agree with Overseer in a way where service is really good at these two things. But the issue I have with service is not quite like you don't know how to utilize them. It's that you do jump between them when it's really unnecessary. Yeah. For example, uh, I can think of two big instances. Obviously, this last in Operation Act, yeah. you were fighting the guards and then you just kind of jumped into the Matrix and got fucked. Which isn't, like, entirely your fault. But, like, on one hand, Cerberus was well aware that she was going to get fucked if she jumped in the Matrix. Uh, and you still had the potential to leave after being threatened to get fucked. But you didn't. But, like, anyways. And another time I can think about is all the way back in uh, Karma's Favor. It, you were shooting the drones or something like that. And, like, those drones were totally set up to be taken down Matrix-wise. But you decided to stick with the sniper rifle. And? Well, it didn't work out well. It didn't work out well. You weren't shooting them, but you stuck with the sniper rifle. But and that like, like, would have been a really good time to hop into the Matrix, because that was their big weakness in that situation. Oh, well. And, and Karma the one was guard, there sniping. The one guard absolutely fucking gadded you with his eagle eye. Yeah, fucking, like, a bajillion. Yeah, that was, just, that, was yeah that, was, <laughs> that was just pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but so it's more of just, like, you choose to jump in between these times that don't really make sense 
in combat or for your character. Karma. What is she doing? Just kill her. for the cord. Karma, stop touching cords. Yeah, you bitch. Karma's a bitch. What even is that? That's my charger. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. That's a unit, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just plugged into my... Jesus, all right. I always use my laptop charger. I didn't... Okay, fair enough. Um... But yeah, that's really about it. I mean, it's just kind of jumping yeah. in between, but like, it's more of a Yet thing again, we just got to... Yet again, not truly understanding how to utilize my character. Yeah, and when that's and something where. we just kind of got to flesh out and like, we'll get a, more of a feel for. What the fuck's wrong with Overseer? Overseer. Um, as a character, I think that it's not even Overseer or your fault, but the initial design yeah. was just flawed. Yeah. We, we should have, we could have built him so much better. And like, it sucks to see him not be able to reach his potential especially for like like we made him this cc kind of thing and he has the capabilities but like most of the time it's just inconvenient for everyone if you were to do it and it just kind of sucks yeah chaotic world ice sheet fucking uh shadow it just hinders everyone rather than specific rather than specifically targeting the people i want it to fuck up yeah so that i think that was just bad character design on both of our parts so like that's i didn't even say anything about that uh, but that's really all I have to do. I mean, it's another issue of, like, not knowing, you know, what type Overseer is doing in his free time. But then again, I don't think Overseer would really be doing a lot in his free time most of the time. I mean, we saw him go to the bar at that one point in time. But, you know. Um, yeah, going out to a bar of his, own free will, of his own free will and just drinking at the bar, speaking to no one. That's the most social interaction Overseer has had in the past five months mm-hmm. besides working. Yeah. Um, I think that's really about it. There you guys go. More questions specifically at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, any more questions specifically at me? I got my question. I forgot that's what we were doing. Yeah. Say it. No, she she just... I got to ask. Oh, you are. Yeah, that was her question. (laughs) Yeah, that last... The last 30 minutes was her question. Okay, I see. You guys don't have to. Whose voice is the most annoying? (laughs) It depends on in what aspect to listen to or to edit. To edit mine. I laugh in between talking too often. Why? Uh, Adam pieces Mike a lot. Uh... I am loud. I clear my throat constantly. I'm constantly sniffling because I'm congested 90% of the time. (laughs) I breathe into my microphone a lot. Um, I grab my microphone a lot. Yours is, the most yours is, is, oh, Cerberus isn't talking. Let me just delete that entire section. Adam is, oh, Adam's talking, now he's currently coughing and grabbing his microphone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in his ass. <laughs> table at some point in those events. When you're, when you're at a podcast, but you're a really good chess player. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, you two, you got Whenever. anything or we want to wrap it up? Remember, we're going to drop that fucking chess player thing. Um... What's your biggest goal for us as players? Players? Or like... Well, yeah, like, what like do you... PCs. Like, what do you want to see so us what's... accomplish? Finish the main story? Like, I mean, I don't have fun. I don't... I don't get Make to have content. Fun. <laughs> I mean, give me content. I'm not here to give you guys goals. I'm here to satisfy the goals you want for your characters. So, I guess... My goal is to make sure your character feels good okay, to play. I guess maybe of another thing then. Okay. Of all of our like mini backline stories, what's the one that you're most excited to explore more? Overseers? I kinda answered that. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He has the most 
interesting. Mm. Spicy. I think it would have been Tigers if we stuck with the original idea of him forming a gang, but only because that opens up so many different like avenues of running a gang. Yeah. You good, Chief? No, I just had an idea that uh, we need to discuss in private messages because okay. of spoilers. Um, rate that cake. <laughs> that cake on what? Out like, of ten. Oh, flavor, the lookability, because I'm going to tell you, those are two very different. Am I just rounding it off the entire thing? We'll do both categories. Flavor, okay, lookability. Flavor? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of cake. This was okay. I ate all of it, which actually surprises me. So, like, flavor could have been probably a little bit more fluffy if I remember. <laughs> Um, like a six, like it was, it was a generic cake. Like if I think yeah. cake, would it be better if it was a pie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next time I'll give us a cheesecake. I don't like cheesecake. So you don't like cheesecake? No, it's just too much of the same thing. Like there's no variety uh, in a okay. cheesecake. Like, I mean, if you get like maybe like, like toppings, fruit, yeah, stuff, topping yeah. cheesecake, sure. But like right. cheesecake is just that one constant flavor. Like cake is like kind of the My same thing, but like eh. mom makes this cookie dough cheesecake. It's really good. That sounds bomb. Yeah. Anyways, we should get back to yes. the podcast. What's the biggest challenge as our DM? Like when you are creating Us. a run, what is okay, the biggest when challenge? When creating a run. Yeah. Okay. That, what what that's a loaded question there, but <laughs> like Us yeah. Because obviously we are not we are not the ideal players. I mean, no, that's actually really easy no to answer because I think it's a sh- just a shadow run GM issue is finding a way where everyone can be utilized mm. and have a moment to be like, ah, yeah, I was useful on this run. And it runs into an issue where everyone's kind of specced differently to where, like, if I don't throw in a matrix threat and an astral threat and a physical threat, like, I have to make sure all three categories are always covered, even if it doesn't make sense. Mm. But, like, that's just kind of, like, it doesn't make sense <laughs> for the world, so that's unfortunately just what it is. Like, Operation Act, there wasn't a really a big matrix that besides the Cerberus. And, like, but, like... For investigating, like, you are in a hick town in the middle of the woods. Service is pretty much useless. Or, um, the gas job. Astrally? Nothing. There wasn't anything there. So it's kind of like, it makes me feel bad because I want your characters, and I want you players to not end the session being like, well, I was useless. But, like, that's just how it is in Shadowrun sometimes. Like, if you... be like that. They do. Yeah. Skillish. Like, if you have a tank whose entire thing is being a gun bunny and shooting and demolishing people, but you have a stealth mission, that person is sitting out, and that is it. And, like, this isn't an example in this scenario, but, like, there are campaigns where, like, the issue is it's a very shadow run. The world is very a skill-specific kind of mission right. job, if that makes sense. But sometimes those skills aren't needed. Mm-hmm. And, and like, a hard thing is just our party is small, so you can't just have people sit out. That is true. You know? Yeah, I can't just be like, hey, just sit there and watch. To which also, it, like, everyone lives kind of far. So, like, I won't want someone to drive here. Well, no, but we could plan around someone not being very useful, like we've done many times for me when I leave. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of the matter is, like, for going into the act one, uh, or the act, mm-hmm. right? Um, into that building, Overseer didn't want to go in at first, which would have been fine if we had more players. True. You yeah, know? true. And the issue is two people going into a high security building fucking dead. Yeah. You know? Would have ended worse, I feel like. So. Probably. Maybe servers will now poured water on the computers. Who knows? <laughs> so I think that's just the overarching, like the biggest, but that's more of like a shadow run in general. Right. If you want player specific, I don't 
really know. I think maybe just trying to like cover all grounds of how bad you guys are gonna fuck everything up. <laughs> but like even, even then, then you it's can't just, cover all that. Yeah, much. even then it's more of just like I I don't even bother trying to figure that out. I'm more trying to bother figure out like what kind of security are they going to draw and focus on that. I'm more focused on the consequences of your actions, not what your actions are going to be. He does damage control, so to say. Pretty much. Gotcha. I have these scenarios plans like okay, so basically like level one to three on what kind of like how much trouble you get how much they and then you guys surprise me on where you are on that scale (laughs) it's an easy mission to get a one and somehow we still keep getting threes (laughs) it's a miracle okay my question to you okay hit me is there an aspect of shadowrun that we have yet to explore that you are most excited about dragon Something you're actively looking forward to in the Shadowrun universe that we haven't gotten in depth. Oh god, there's so many things. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so there's a short list. Okay, well, dragons, but like that's kind of like overarching campaign kind of thing, and it's also a lot of homebrew content, anyways. Uh, so like that's kind of cheap because also dragons aren't really explored a lot in Shadowrun because they're not they're not supposed to be right. So, but that I guess you guys have technically never met a dragon, anyways. So it could be cool to see that, but um. Let's see. I mean, uh, okay, astral planes. Like, there's an entire another dimension. Each kind of, like, there's different worlds in the astral that you can explore and interact with and things will happen in. And only one of us can go there. (laughs) Not technically. I could take you guys. He could take you guys, but he's technically the only one that has access to it. But, like, so, like, you guys couldn't go unless he invited you, essentially. You're like Um, a vampire. You need to be invited in. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh counterpoint um the matrix has the exact same thing deep runs which are like super cool shit for like but like only very specifically needed unless you just wanted to get yourself killed essentially but like the frias so like the astral planes are like these mystical things where everything's just bizarre and stuff but deep runs are kind of the opposite where it's typically a like some popular like something that you are very familiar with but it works weirdly like uh the one that i can think of is like the um jack the only podcast i can think that's ever done it is um the astro uh arcology they had a deep run and they had to basically go in there's a bunch of rules i don't remember them all but you basically have to go and get these specific files and shit like that get the information you need and find a way out right it's kind of like a maze and how it works but it was spongebob themed (laughs) <laughs> so, like, there was only Spongebob characters, and it works where, like, you are basically seen as this character in this deep run. Like, you, like, they were all seen by the other characters, so, like, Spongebob and Patrick and stuff like that, as people that exist in this world. But if you behave unlike that, it's, it's kind of like a security system, how, like, you are hacking, you are like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. But if you mess up, the security system procs. Well, it works the same way to where one of these characters were, like, talking to someone, they got pissed off, so they lit a cigarette. But they're underwater, which procs the security, and now all these NPCs are trying to kill this one character. Mm. So it's like the mm. the Fallout Three mission, like the like sun, uh, Sunnyside Town, where you have to jump into the simulation and try and much. work with it while also gaining access to what you need. Pretty much, yeah. You're basically in a simulation, trying to play it out while still doing what you need to do, and like you're role playing in role play. Yeah, and typically. You don't get out of a deep run unless you find a way out. You can't be pulled out unless you'll want to be lost inside the Matrix. Your soul will leave your body to enter the Matrix permanently. So, like, deep runs can go super terribly. Same with Astral. Like, there's... You fuck up, there are consequences. Like, your character is dead. 
this feels a little bit more astral than usual. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, those are really big things that, like, I'd be really fucky with and just super fuck up and do a lot of shit with. There's a lot of potential there. But the thing is, in the world of Shadowrun, they very rarely come up. So there are things I'm very excited to explore, but they're down the line. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I think those are the bigger ones. Yeah, we good? You guys want to do outro? Do you have any other questions? You ready to plug shit? I can't think of any. Like, I all think right. we're ready to do outro. Okay, we're, this is the outro phase. Uh, who wants to do what? Luke, do you have anything else before we go? We are moving on without your... I heard a... Uh, yeah, sorry. What's up, I Chief? heard you harmonizing over there. <laughs> I have the starts of questions, but nothing okay. complete. All right. What did the surviving member of our uh, of that last episode, how much karma did they get? <laughs> so I might adjust the karma numbers because you all got 10 karma for that entire run. So I might slightly tweak that. <laughs> I think you said to me like 20. Yeah, probably not. I don't even think I said a karma number yeah, to you. Yeah, because I asked you before I left and I insisted I, agreed with I this, wanted yeah. to know. Oh, 20. Okay, well, then 20. There you go. Uh, I agree with uh, the fact that she asked you. No, oh. I know for a fact oh. I asked you because I was like, yeah, well, I I'm going to okay, miss this. Okay, what do you think is a just And then number we're going into downtime. For everyone, so. if not a character-specific thing. I mean, because in nine. that case, the risk gets less than everyone else. Because mm, you how about remember. 300? Yeah, I was going to say 999. I mean, like, I can buy, like, one quality with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should probably look at what we want our characters to come back to next season with, so to say. Not, like, an obscene amount. Spoilers, you're the only one that isn't doing that so far. Both of these two, we have already talked about what their characters will be like next season. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is already in works. Oh. I was just wondering if people had a general idea of what they need karma-wise to do that. Oh, I'm not going to reward it on base of what you no. need. No. Well, I mean, I'm considering saying... someone might be making a new character. That is true. Um... Someone possibly need to make a new character, so it's a little iffy. So let's base it at 20, because I'm nice, I guess. And we'll go 15, that. take it or leave it. Okay, 15. I'll take it. You guys get 15. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tombs. Yeah. Nah, not really. Okay. All right. Well, who wants to plug what? I'll take the Discord. Discord? Hey, guys. Let me tell you about our Twitter page because I don't care. I'm going right into I'll it. I'll do Patreon. Um, let me tell you about our Twitter. I, I forgot the handle. It's, um, I get to do the outro outro? At an absolute Drexstorm. At Drexstorm. At Drexstorm. You can find D. us on Twitter. At Drexstorm. He's always <laughs> That platform that is solely going crazy. Oh my gosh. Should we we get can get verified? verified on Twitter? Should we get verified? We should get verified. I'll go right now. No, <laughs> That's they, what the Patreon money's going towards. caused va- verifications. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So anyways, Cringe. we might soon be verified on Twitter. We'll Perhaps, see. maybe. Um, depending you can on find us on Twitter Elon. at Drexstorm. From Capital there, D, Drexstorm. Um, you can see posts from us. Possibly interaction from, 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 from the DM. Um, possible interaction from our individual Twitter pages, but who who knows? Our, you uh, mean mine? <laughs> hey, I have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. Have you either of you inter- 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 I think interacted. I have a like to post. Um, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> anyways. Doing God's work. Yeah, I'm busting on like every single and one of those time posts. talk is past. The Lord's work must be done. And you can see updates on the latest episodes when they're released, as well as the get Joshua possible Graham. and get engagement. But if you want more engagement, you can also find the link on our Twitter page to our Discord. And Luke over here will tell you about that. 
Yeah, it's a Discord. Now, do you want to talk about Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, all right, I'll go ahead and talk. All right. <laughs> the Discord, discord.gg slash link whatever the hell is on the Twitter, is where you find the majority of the interaction from <laughs> Adam is currently <laughs> gobbling fond- fondue. Pizza. I'm gobbling the fondle that I am. You're nuts. <laughs> the, the Discord server is where you'll find the majority of interaction between our uh, between the GM Devin, us three, us three players in Group H, and the wonderful community we've built around the Drexler podcast. We love you all. Yes, we love and appreciate all of your support that you've given us throughout this year. As this is the birthday episode, come on, guys, Let's have a little bit of enthusiasm. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us throughout this whole year. If you'd like to support us more and get more interactions with us, the Discord dis- Discord server is where to do it at. Cooking chats. We got junk. Oh, we got yeah. memes. We have we have talks about the future of the campaign. If you're cake. into that sort of thing, we did. Ma- Autumn did make a cake and didn't post it in the cooking chat. Well, uh, I'm gonna wait till the birthday to upload pictures. Mm. Oh, just because right. like it's when it comes out. So like yes, when you hear this, it will most likely be that day the day of a one year. Birthday yes. of the pod of the podcast. If you are listening to this on Monday, the upcoming Monday, it is our birthday. Supporting us on Discord by just being in the community, talking with us, you know, talking about how your day went, how wage slaving is kind of kind of ass. Kind of, like, kind we of. Complain a lot about our job. <laughs> yeah, mostly yeah. Me, though. Our job fucking wage slaving's ass. Like, but you, we can help make it a bit more bearable by interacting on Discord. On the Discord, you can find links to our Patreon, patreon.com slash absolute drugstore. Which I'm going to tell you about. about it. Um. <laughs> yeah, so it's a Patreon. It starts at what? Five dollars now? Two dollars. Two dollars. Oh, it's always been two dollars. Always two. Okay, gotcha. We're not fucking bougie enough to ask five dollars minimum. Patreon. Yeah, we don't right, make it's three of them. I yeah. can't. We don't. We don't make enough uh, quality can't content. Make more than two dollars. <laughs> also, that. <laughs> but yeah, it starts at uh, two dollars, and um, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, rewards that you can go ahead and get. Uh, I'm going to list off the ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, you get uh, permissions to go ahead and sit in the uh, in a Discord chat with us while watching us uh, and listening to us record. Attempt um, to record. Attempt to record. You get to hear all the uh, bloopers uncut and all the uh, stupid bullshit and um, a lot of weird questions that we like to ask. Hence, uh, do you uh, wipe standing or sitting? Um, <laughs> As well as um, you get to suggest ideas for um, future runs, and we definitely don't steal your ideas. Um, we you do. get to uh, put a <laughs> get yes. a runner in a pool for uh, Patreon characters that will show up sometime later in the uh, podcast. Uh, when we get around to recording it, our Critters campaign, um, you will get special access to that whenever it comes out. We've been having trouble getting together to record that. Yeah, um, I think we still do bloopers. Uh, I mean, Bluebird's never been a... It's an after-episode After thing. After-episode yeah. thing. Okay. I mean, it's cool. more of like, hey, you gotta watch the entire episode. That is gotcha. the Blooper reel. Right. Yeah. Um, am I missing any other major things? I honestly wasn't listening. I don't know. Yeah, you get a Patreon <laughs> chat as well. Um, yeah. The Patreon chat somewhere. Where you get to... Off. Yeah, you get to... Speak more directly with us, the players, and the GM. You yeah. get to influence the campaign however you would like. And by that, I mean you get to suggest things, and Devin steals your ideas. For $30 but, uh, a month, you get shitposting privileges. That is true. Shitposting privileges, yeah. That's the only thing for $30. Yeah, $30 a month. If you don't you want get to... the previous tiers benefits. It's only shitposting. You, shit yeah. shit you can yeah. shitpost in the chat in the Discord with us, but you need to pay a second account to be able to get into the Discord chat. <laughs> <laughs> Bureaucracy, let's go. But yeah, that's... um. Before you finish, 
Shout out to our current Patreon. Oh, thank yes, you so much for you. the support. Dr. Friendship, Computer, Computer Sam, Sam, and Runner Without a Cause, our oh, newest yes. Patreon. Thank you so much for the support. Yeah. We, we love appreciate you all. it. Yes. Devin appreciates it greatly. It helps him afford all this wonderful equipment. But and it's a winter verification. <laughs> we're, yep, we're paying. We're getting verified, boys. Even though it's meaningless now, we're doing it. It's funny. It is funny. Thank you so much for the support. An entire year of Drexstorm. It's wacky. It's been great. Why? Oh, me. Yeah. It's been... It's been a blast. It's probably been it's been the most fun I've had throughout this year. It's been a, it's been a highlight. It's been keeping me it going. It has been a year. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's what's keeping me going, quite frankly. I enjoy coming back here every week for you guys. I appreciate you taking the time to actually you know, uh, listen to the podcast, be willing be willing to uh, interact with and give us feedback and want to provide better content for you, which we are striving to do every single time we record. Striving. <laughs> striving. I didn't say accomplishing. All right, Guilty enough. gear. Struck. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Um, even from we love the, you guys. Even from the players that uh, we don't really do any work. Uh, this is entirely Devin, but we appreciate yes. you uh, just as much as Devin does. Um, this wouldn't be possible without you, and I'm honestly surprised it had lasted as long as it has. I, you have no fucking idea. It is very surprising it's lasted. You may enjoy coming here every week, but I dread it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, he dreads when we leave, and he actually has to sit. He actually has to fucking decipher what's going to be in an episode. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Good night, and thank happy you. one yeah. year. Thank, thank you, you, everybody. Good night. Okay, now I gotta get up. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, fuck up the recording as best you can. So that way, that way, he gets so scared. Of the, of the <laughs> everyone, clap super loud. <laughs>